three beers later. Three beers later. Three beers later. Okay. Okay. Episode 133. We are here. We are back. Oh, good news. Did not do a pod last week. U.S. Bank received my mobile check deposit. Great news. We're off to a good start. You have less money now. No, no, I have more money. You have yeah, more money. I got more now. money. Uh, and we will not do a pod next week, but here we are today with... Okay, Mark, you said this is a momentous event, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Though, Colby... Colby Wood's here. This is Colby Wood. He mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he brews the, the beer. Proprietor there at White Elm Brewing. Uh, that's actually a stretch at this stage. That you brew? Yeah, no, that's like Philly Matt and Keith Gascoigne. I, uh, what I stand is the actual on the title. You are the head brewer, yes? Yeah. You, well, you have to, like, federally be registered. And so there was a very long period in which, yeah, I did the majority of the brewing. Um, now they, like, have me stand on the stupid end of the canning line and just catch the cans wow. and put six-pack snaps <laughs> on them and stack cases. Um, I don't know. I, I guess they come up with, you know, like, I'll build the skeleton of the recipe and I'll be like, hey, make this not... You know, what uh, about that's what I was going to ask is how much ownership do you feel of the recipes themselves when they come off the line? Then I'll tell you, we uh, it, de- it depends on the beer. So, like, all of our stout recipes, um, are, are mine that I've been working with for a long time. The good um, stuff that's you. I'll stop. <laughs> um, and I think everything else beyond that has become very collaborative. So, like, uh, I'll come up with something and like. Hey, what are your guys' thoughts? And you know what you started with changes. Um, sometimes small amounts, sometimes large amounts. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we 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 don't have like this long uh, brew schedule passed out. In fact, we do uh, a brew schedule of seven consecutive beers. We get them into tank, and then we go. Cool. What are we going to make next? And then we organize the order to 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 get that uh, ingredient in. And you know, we have seven tanks. Um, and yeah, it comes in. And when we rip through that, we go, cool. We have two weeks to figure out what our next seven beers are. And so, uh, yeah, which for me, like, I love chasing shiny things around. So like, it's (laughs) really, really nice. Like when we started and it was like, we had a core four and seasonals and like commitments and distributors were like, Hey, could you send us uh, your brew schedule and like I'd have to like lie and make up one and then I'd have to like reference it back and go oh wow we're like oh god we should have had that out like, we're behind <laughs> like, yeah and you're just living perpetually uh, in in a realm of disappointing people who to a certain degree you know from the distributors but much more to the retailer side you're just continually disappointing yeah. them because you don't have the thing that you said nine and a half months ago you would have. Uh, so we stopped doing that. So your your new strategy, you, I mean, outside of skinny legs, do you have something that's always available? No, just skinny legs. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, with uh, with the can shortage that's going on right mm-hmm. now, there's yeah. there's actually a legitimate concern that um, that we may have to make some changes with skinny legs, whether whether it be packaging. Um, Twelve ounces for some reason seem to be a lot more challenging to get than sixteen. So. Mm. Uh, we we may go to 16s at least until we're able to like get some long term, um, uh, you know, packaging supplies. I, so yeah, I mean, other than that, yeah, we effectively have one tank always full of skinny legs. When uh, in in the old days pre COVID, uh, we had a 60 barrel tank. Four batches would go in, 
and would take 17 to 19 days, somewhere in that realm. And that was all of our skinny legs. And we gave it all to the distributors, kept what we needed in-house, and brewed it immediately after it was packaged. And about that time, we needed it again. Sure. Um, we've now scaled that back to uh, 30 barrels. You just, you know, uh, on-premise keg stuff, it's not it's not selling the way it was. Um, and so it means we have a 60-barrel tank that we've been putting, like, a lot of fun, you know, kind of one-off stuff in. Or, you know, Keith uh, is sort of this, like, uh, lager master, and he's like, oh, well, there's not very much hydraulic pressure if you only permit 15 barrels in there. It's like having a dish-bottom tank, like... We're That's what move. I was gonna say. That's like a dish bottom, t- you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so we're 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 moving thermal probes around it so we can make sure that we're we're actually on liquid line and like actually right now we have a sixty barrel tank with fifteen barrels of LNK Pilsner in it um, huh. that is about eighty five ish ninety percent apparent attenuation. So it's gonna move over while it can still scrub a little oxygen into a a tall skinny uh, fifteen, and then we're putting sixty barrels of Imperial Stout in behind it. Dude, you're like a scientist. I, You're like a freaking mask. I don't understand a word he just said. Attenuation, Connor. So when we had when we had Tim Miles on, you were silent the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, right. That's this gonna is gonna be, be my tonight. episode. I'm not gonna talk the whole time. This is gonna be incredible. I just wanna I just wanna be drowned in things that I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. So I, I do wanna point out something and I know uh the, the the catalyst to this was the phone calls. Oh yeah. The uh, best the, the best thing that's ever been uttered. Mark leaves a lot to be desired is the best thing that's ever been uttered. Oh, yeah. I have I, I still haven't lived that down. And we should probably call Grady at some point tonight. Maybe get a couple beers in and, and we should probably call Grady. Because... So so that that's where I was going with this. Uh Stone Cold Sober, right? Um, yeah, right. Yeah, very business minded. Like I'm coming off a day in which I got up at four AM. We had a uh Department of Ag inspection and, and we uh we aced that nice. shit. Like of course. This is why uh, you're my favorite brewery. <laughs> Uh, but as my wife likes to say, I get one beer in me and I turn into party boy. So, uh, yeah. So I already have the Uber lined up. Um, yeah. Yeah. What time? Uh, okay. By that, I mean, they're out there. All right. They're they're accessible. I I have I, 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 I downloaded the app. What more do you want from me? All right. I mean, they're at your fingers. I mean, like really, like we live in a world where you don't have to wait for shit anymore. So like, I oh, could, yeah, they're lined up in that regard. Yeah, you know, they're like, ready for you. What's it really take? Like, we're gonna finish our last beer and we'll we'll talk for a little bit. And I'll be like, okay, in like ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just gonna do. It, I'm gonna do it now, and then the guy's gonna text me, and then I get out of here. Okay, bye. <laughs> Like let's let's drink then. Let's let's get to it. Now that we know yeah. the Ubers are all lined up, yeah. We, let, let's crack something <laughs> Got the open. Uber slide down. <laughs> all right, perfect. Um, what are we I, doing first? Well, I I, I appreciate the Nona class. You know, these are uh, from my old days of of uh, I was I was a partner in a group of Irish pubs, and instead of tulips, we had the Nonics with their English. There's a whole thing there, but they stack really. Right. right. Well, that's the whole point there, right? So yeah. you can stack them together. Yeah. And so I sort of developed the uh, the Imperial pint, the twenty ounce uh, uh, clutch. I got I got that. <laughs> so I'm 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 happy with that. We're going to start with Good. Pilsner Kell. Okay. Okay. When was the last time you guys had a Pilsner? I honestly Kell? don't know that I have. Fuck you. I know. I look. I am aware it's a huge hole in my beer drinking world. Let me and let it, me let me go a step further. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I like hang it. on, hang on. Colby, come back here and give him his fuck you. Cause no. he, he, yeah. 
and fuck you as well. Thank you. Thank I don't. I'm, Look, I'm not the only one you can cuss out, Colby. But all I right? I'm not sitting here like claiming to be this craft beer guy. I'm just on a podcast, and I've I've said before, like <laughs> beer is beer is not even that good, which I don't fully believe. <laughs> That's true. You have said that a number of times. I'm not as, but I have said multiple times. I'm not even sure why we do this, and I that is true. I don't know why. So so these are reasonably warm. I've never um, seen a can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So these, I, I think they call them their heritage pack or something okay. like this. No, this is like God's work right here. Okay. Like the the fact that there are four pack, sixteen point nine ounce uh, cans of Pilsner Kell is, I'll tell you what, it it it's really been the thing that I needed to get me through twenty twenty. That's just readily available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so. Uh, this is like classic Czech Pilsner. Um, a little bit of a golden hue to it. Pilsner uh, Kell. Crisp pops. Uh, There's no Ur Kell. Mm-hmm. They're um, the thing about these. Uh, they're they're uh, unlike their German Pilsen counterparts. Dry. You can taste a little of the water chemistry, almost like chalky. They have a more firm hop bitterness. Um, just. It's everything a good session beer should be. It's flavorful, but it's it's light. Look at the head on that. I mean, you can float a coin on that. It is much more flavorful, and and probably it is beautiful has something to do with the temperature you're serving it at. But it it does have a lot more to it than you know. If you tell me you're serving me a pilsner, mm-hmm. that's got just a whole lot more to it than I would guess. Well, but I think that that I I think. Uh, I, I would guess this is probably 50, 55 degrees, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Like, it Should will, it be this cold or this warm? Uh, entirely preferential. Okay. Um, and I say that from my completely ignorant understanding of how they want this served. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. Where do you it, even find this? Where, is this available? Yeah, I went to Myers and I, bought it. I just uh, asked that. Yeah. He said yes. Anywhere. But he found it, it at Myers. Where, where, <laughs> even more. Where, where finer beers are sold. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of Myers, Joe Delp sent me a text and told me not to do whatever you say to do. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's a yeah. warning from, from Joe there. I'm doing whatever he says. Huh? Yeah, that, that's the theme of the night. Yeah. Whatever Colby says goes. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Um, yeah, yeah. So Pilsner, uh, it's just like it's this is this is the perfect summer beer, right? Like it is flavorful, bright, crisp. You can drink several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, like this was, uh, this was probably the first lager that drew me back into lager. So everybody has that, you know. Got into beer, drink like cheap domestic, you know, whatever, and then you dabble into craft beer, and it's usually like, you know, well, at least back when it was for me like in 2001 to like a who garden or or something like that and then all of a sudden you're like oh man this is great and you start getting into local breweries and then you know belgians and and ipas and stouts and all of this other stuff and i was running the pubs in denver in about 2000 that that whole i'm sorry that whole beer journey was that Mm -hmm. in denver a lot of it was in Lincoln. In Lincoln. Before, okay. Yeah, a lot of it was in, <clears throat> well, actually multiple places. Um, so, yeah, I bounced around a lot when I was younger. Um, I, I 
I often say that I'd lived places, but I more like squatted on <laughs> friends' couches for six months who lived in places that I either wanted to go or I had nothing else to do. So I wanted to do that with them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say the majority in Lincoln, um, followed by, uh, followed by Denver, but yeah, I, I was, uh, running our pub in, uh, the Denver tax center called Slattery's and, uh, I'd come down from our downtown location, which was called McLaughlin's in Riverfront Park, and the general manager who who had, you know, he was responsible for the cost of goods sold, so he picked the beer lineup. It was like Cronenberg, uh, Carlsberg, Stella Artois, Pilsner, Kel. It, it was all of these Eurolite lagers. And I remember just being like, line them all up, taste them. And, and so I did, right? Uh-huh. Like... Taste the same, taste the same, taste the same. That's good. Taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, after work, this never happened. Like, if I wanted to light beer at the time, I drank Anchor Steam. And I'm like, I, I, I'm getting into some of that Pilsner. And and it's, yeah, it definitely was the thing that drew me back into, into lager. It's, yeah, it's perfect beer. So tell me about, because we, we've talked plenty about our beer journeys and, and what we did. And, you know, for me, that was 2000, 2008-ish. Uh, when I would have been 21, Connor, a few years after that, 2012, 2013. And I guess that's when you could drink. I don't know when you started craft. That's that's probably an accurate assessment. Somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're, you're not, not to call you old. No, I am old. But you're yeah. older. Uh, and uh, the local beer scene was different. Very much so. So... Um when I really got into it here locally, it was Empyrean and Spilker. Um, Spilker, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Uh, I uh, I think you could get Thunderhead, maybe. I know you could, you know, they, they were operating. Like, you could go to Carney. Did they can? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that was it. Like, I, I remember going to, like, gosh, uh, it would have been when I was freshly 21. I was back for the summer from school. And um, the zoo bar had, like, their anniversary street dance. Mm-hmm. And I think it was on M Street back then. So this would have been, what was this year, 40? That sounds right. Yeah. So this, yeah, it would have been their 25th anniversary. Okay. And, like, Boulevard had a tent there. And it was Tenpenny Ale, Bully Porter, and then uh, and then Empyrean had one. And then the rest was, you know, Bud Miller Coors, that, that whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was it. That that was craft beer. Uh, you know, Boulevard was synonymous with Boulevard Week. Right, right. Um, yeah, and so then um, going from that, like, uh, to to moving into Denver, and like, the first thing I did was I like found my bar, right? Because I mean that's what you do when Priority. you move to a new. Absolutely, this is so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is very. It's very good. It's it very was, good. I drank like all of it in two sips. <laughs> it is great. Uh, see, we're we're gonna get through through some classic styles tonight because I think that these are the things that are forgotten on the shelves. And I actually went through Myers, and it was like stuff that I knew that had a little dust on the shoulder, uh-huh. but it's awesome beer. Nice. Um, so so I found my bar, which again I like that. That's you know I moved out there with nothing and nobody. You know, I'd fuck all else to do, but you know annoy a bartender, and so. <laughs> Uh, I went to a place called the Cheeky Monk on Colfax, and it was a Belgian beer bar. All the food was Belgian. Um, you know, Muscles and Frites, Water Zuli, Coroque Madame, and then all of the beer was uh, Belgian beer. That's all they had. That's it. 
and everything was served in a brand specific glass. And I tried St. Bernard's half 12 for the first time. And like that in Duval, those were just like rotating. I want a light beer. I want a dark beer. I want a light beer. I want a dark beer. And that's all I drank in, uh, you know, total, total, uh, uh, paradigm shift for me sure. and, and it was heavy 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 into uh belgian styles it's about where i started too not not anything that high quality but tank seven it's about what happened yeah hey you know tank seven i think changed the drinking habits of of a lot of craft beer drinkers changed mine yeah i mean it, it opened up everyone's eyes yeah in the Midwest that like, to be honest, you know, the, uh, the Shelton brothers distributors of the world that had a lot of those portfolios or be United, they, they were just skipping over the Midwest. They, it, it happened so much where I would go into places and they'd be, they'd have that and it would just be one of their normal, you know, on tap beers. They'd have it for the same price as Boulevard wheat or whatever. And I'm like, and I had had it before. And I'm like, do you guys realize what this is? Like, <laughs> And if, if you drink two of these, it's like drinking four of the other one. Like this is an incredible bang for my buck. I'm I'm going to I'm going to drink a lot of this now. Thank you, please and thank you. And that's basically where it started, and and it changed the you know the the, uh, the what I accepted as far as the taste wise as well. And what's an ABV on a tank seven? Like eight, so, eight, yeah, eight it's eight ish. Okay, yeah. okay. So a little bigger than I was thinking in my head. No, it was it was big it for was me big. at the time. And yeah. that, that ain't big anymore. <laughs> you know, that's just like, yeah, eight, whatever. How much of your tap list right now, Colby, is eight or above? Gracias. Um, uh, not that much. Probably actually. not much right now. Yeah, I suppose. yeah, yeah. I mean, in fact, we've uh, we've started producing this like uh, big milk stout, if you will. Uh, that's eight percent. Okay, and, and it was to sort of like, I don't know if everybody wants to be crushing. 13% imperial stouts this time of year. You know, I I, I don't um quite frankly. So yeah, which which is fair. Though your imperial stouts are incredible. Jeez, it is Mark. 95 degrees outside. Look, I've got Lay I've off. got him here. I'm going to suck up all night long. So he stops telling me that I leave something to be desired. No, uh. it was the music comedy. Dude, how in the <laughs> fuck like what happened to you? That is like, okay, so do you yeah, remember that? It's an incredible question. There, there, there was that shitty James Bond movie. I think it was like Pierce Brosnan era, which like I could make a strong argument. He was, although he probably was the uh, one who looked the most like James Bond probably mm-hmm. should look. Uh, he was the worst, or at least the people writing those scripts okay. were. I like that. Um, yeah, but it, he gave us the video game. Ye, true. Best Pierce video Brosnan game. didn't do that. Yeah, just, his face was all over it. I but mean, it was just like that would have happened with whoever was in there. Right? How much more badass would have been if it would have been Daniel Craig? Much more. It would be. It would be like playing with Odd Job all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> you could hide me. Well, I, I don't know if he's particularly short, but like Odd Job had superpowers in that oh, game. Yeah. Oh yeah. He could hide behind <laughs> crates. Um. But anyway, remember the like one of the villains? There was like this scene where he's like standing on a volcano and he's like burning himself and he can't feel anything and he's like, <laughs> I was born without whatever the meta. Like I have no nerves. And and I have no soul because I have no feeling. Like that's all I could think of for you is like this yeah. poor man has no feelings. Like he's never he's never truly uh, he's never felt love. He's never felt hate because he's never actually been able to. This like, is perfect. Yeah, associate it to a song. Like, uh, have you ever had goosebumps in your life? Oh, ooh, great question. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, like the end of School of Rock? What gives <laughs> it's a, it? Look, it's a good one. Yeah, same. <laughs> I knew I'd get you on what, that one. What gives it? It's the music, right? It's the music. It is the, the music. music. does it. So you don't dislike it, but what, what? I've never said I dislike music. He just is not interested, and in, he's like asexual to music. I am asexual to music. That's a great way to put it. It's, like, yeah, like it's weird. I feel like everyone I grew up with and surrounded myself with growing up, though, is, is really similar. Yeah, but they're you know? all wrong, too. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe. But it was just never... A, a, like, I know other people would sit in the car and listen to new albums when they came out and shit like that. And that was just not what we did or ever cared about or talked about. Yeah, I don't know. And, and, and let me rewind. I'm not suggesting, A, being asexual is weird. I don't know what that's like. No, I, I, th- I think it's worth saying. Because it came out of my mouth, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of a dick thing to say because that's not what I mean. I just mean it's fucking weird that you don't like music. <laughs> yeah. Re- refocus. Recenter ourselves. Yeah. Here. It's, uh, I don't know. Like, I was it's the good kid, distinction. Thank I, you. I, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm, you know, I, everybody's got their, like, there are things that you can give people hard times about, and this is one of those, <laughs> so you know? If, like, I, if I just say I was born this way, does it, like, no longer can you make fun of me? Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. because, like, you're no, it, there's no, like, discriminated class for, like, not liking music. I mean, there fucking should be, but... <laughs> so like, I've, never, I've never gone into uh, any of the breweries in town and thought, God, if only there was no music playing, this would be a perfect experience. Oh, you know, it's, oh. it's nothing like that. And in fact, I, every once a month, I'll turn it on in my office. And then after 15 minutes, I think this is too distracting and I'll turn it back off. But every now and then I'll try, you know, I'll turn on a, a pre uh, a pre-chosen Pandora station or something like that. And, and, and let it play some some 70s soft rock. And, well, I mean, that's your problem. <laughs> like, what, like if you're listening to air supply, you get, what, you get what you deserve. Um Man, I just yeah, I see. I was the guy like in high school. I, I, I had a buddy who was like two years older, but like one grade older. You know, like I, I was young for my grade. Okay. Um, and so he had a driver's license, and we'd just like go up to Homer's in front of the mall on I think it was Tuesday nights at like midnight and just sat there and like waiting for the new release every week. It really? wasn't like we were chasing a singular band. It was like. Every week there was something that we had like scrounged together the twelve dollars to buy, and so there's like five new CDs every week, and like we just like okay, Brennan, what one are you getting? And he's like, I'm gonna get this one. I'm like, cool. I think I'm gonna get this one, and then we'll just like trade them. <laughs> for, for me, getting into it was like a competition with my friends of like who could find the newest and and really most really yeah. It was just like anytime you get in in the other person's car, it's like all right, check this out. And it was it was like an unspoken competition. Like it wasn't like, you know, it, it wasn't one of those things where like I'm up three nothing, you know, no, on you. Right, right. But it, that's but just how it was. If, if you had had something that they hadn't heard, yeah, you win. A, it's a point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you don't keep track. But you know. But you know. <laughs> you can feel the momentum. You just don't know the score. <laughs> right. So I always felt. Did like, you ever pretend like you had heard that song before? Like, oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah, oh, this of course. one, yeah, of course, ja Rule, of course. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Ja Rule. Ja Rule. That is a weird one to pull out. I like, heard the Ja Rule I needed to hear. I like, <laughs> you simultaneously date stamped yourself and showed how far outside of the music world you are. I was right. trying to think what year would Connor have been in high school? Who was popular then? Ja Rule? You missed it by a couple of years. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Shot in the dark. Yeah. It, it, like, and I was bar going age or, or, around. 
than which actually in the Jaw Rule time. Oh, the Jaw Rule era, dude, it made it so much worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I've I've never actually like sat down and listened to. There, there was a, I I love hip hop. Um, I I love uh, 80s and 90s, especially like some of the more I don't want to say obscure because everybody knows them now, but like the stuff that like people have gone back and Definitely. where it was fairly niche at the time have like gone back and been like oh shit guru really was like one of the best people have done that a lot with uh tribe called quest oh well, yeah but i mean yeah of course they were, yeah. they were big at the time but now it's like oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah well shit even like arrested development god i mean yeah. they like they were big on the radio with like two hits but uh-huh. then you go back and listen to the catalog you're like oh man they like they created a sound that has been uh replicated by like it, it, it was weird. They were, they were mainstream, and then indie groups started taking that over. Yep. Um, and then there was, like, this cataclysmic void in the late 90s and early aughts in, in, in hip-hop and rap. Which and, would have been my formative oh, years, fuck. by the way. Like, that, that middle school, high school. Are you like, blaming time? I'm just, I'm just pointing it out okay. as, like, as fact. Ma- Master P, Birdman, all that stuff. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm sure some people, like, Really get the, the but see good that that was like my it. golden age. That was like you know Lil Wayne stuff, like you know the early, and that's not obviously like obscure or anything like that. But Lil Wayne was the dude when when I was in high school. Basically, everyone was listening to the newest, best Lil Wayne. Stuff. In your class of ten, ten, okay, yeah. yeah I'm so, uh, so you got two thousand, the late odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm oh five, so we're oh five. Hey, perfect. Yeah, I, it's it's you know I'm I'm I. It's a weird position because a lot of my life I was the young man in the group, and now I'm the old one. Isn't that weird? I feel like I'm transitioning to that more yeah. and more each day. It's, yeah. it's a weird, weird feeling. It, it, it's silly. Connor, yeah. well, uh, but even, I mean, we've, we've upgraded age a little bit here in this office, but for a while, I mean, you were upper half of age in this office. And now I'm lower? I don't, I don't know anymore. You might be lower because, especially if you throw Sip and Shaper in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we've got three people in their 50s, a couple in their 30s. You're right. But they, I feel like I've been here a while, so I'm like yeah, the elder yeah. statesman you are, you are in, a that, vet, in that regard. Sure. Yeah. Been sitting in this chair for a long time. So, Colby, I was thinking about it a little bit because there was definitely a point in my life. Wait, wait, wait. What's this beer, by the way? Oh, good question. Uh, D- Daronka Gutenberg. And uh, so this is this is actually a beer that uh, Matt Dingus at Good Life Provision turned, uh, turned me on to. Um a, a while back, I mean, it's just a, a, I think they call it like a Belgian Abbey Ale. It's kind of their oh, okay. quote unquote blonde, um, nice like, kind of spicy, little bit of banana yes. and clove. But there's that like very full pillowy mouth feel, but it's like effervescent and light. So like, there's all this texture, and you know, again, beautiful head retention. Obviously, like, um, <laughs> it reminds I, me a lot of that uh, the one that I really loved from New Belgium. That I freaked out that terrible. It reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I yeah. I mean, it's, without the sour. Yeah, it's right, a it's, right. a, it's a it's yeah. a clean fermentation, and I've got a lovely story about um, a, about time traveling while drinking Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, awesome. That we can circle back to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mark, as your question. Well, all I was gonna say was I I was thinking about this in preparation for this discussion tonight. I was thinking about my musical journey such as it is and and in high school because my i was in band and choir and, and all that stuff and our band director 
was really into music. Uh, clear, I mean, chose it as a profession, but beyond classical sorts of arrangement, like he was, he was into music. Sure, regardless of sure. genre. Um, so, so that was kind of what I was surrounded by a lot, and and felt on the out. So I tried, and there was one day I came in and I'm like, guys, found this new song. I think it's really cool. I want you guys to listen to it. I think it's it's, it's one of the best songs I've heard. All in Oats, Man Eater. It was so good, so good. <laughs> It was very popular. <laughs> it had to have been. Whoa, here she comes. <laughs> Watch out, boys. <laughs> uh, whatever it was. It doesn't even matter what it was. No, no, no. We need to know what it was. It doesn't even matter what it was. We need to know what it was. What was it? Ah, oh, gosh. Private Eye. <laughs> it had to have been a Hollow It was not Hollow Nose. <laughs> it was not. Um, I played this song. And you, you do you not know or do you not want to say? He doesn't want to say. What is it? This is bullshit. You yeah. can't lead yeah. with that and then be like, mm, yeah. no. And no, because this will actually help us find things that you're going to love. Uh-huh. Like, it, It's like the person who comes to the tap room and they're like, I like Budweiser. And you, and <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm not. No, like everybody, like um, that's cool. Everybody has a preference, but at least it gives, it, it, it gives the, it gives the person pouring the beer some uh, little bit of a glimpse of the Venn diagram of the things that they're going to enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. So what was the song? I gotta, I gotta find it because I don't know specifically what it was, and I know a little about it. I played this song, and the reaction from the people around me was basically, "Oh, okay." Oh, uh, and you were you were disappointed was, by that? Yeah, right. Like I had tried, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and I didn't get the reaction. I'm like, all right, well, now I'm done trying. Now, wow. now I feel bad. Like we're shaming him. Well, that, that, that was the goal. That it does hurt. Goal. It does hurt. It was just it, it's something you I remember. Go back and try again, you know. Though. Well, it was, it was when I realized whatever connection they're feeling to songs, to go back to being numb, whatever connection they're feeling, I'm not. Gotcha. Numb? Was it Linkin Park? <laughs> I, I was going Pink Floyd comfortably numb. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, wh- I, God, I, God, I remember. Remix with Jay-Z? No. It was, it was nothing that good. Oh, that's encore. Sorry. R. Kelly? Was it R. Kelly? No. Ignition. No. The Ignition, whatever that was. <laughs> the Ignition remix. Um, it was featuring Dave Matthews. Oh, yes. Well, I feel like that's all that I wanted to disclose so, about wait, the song. So, wait, featuring... Uh, wait, no, 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 no. So then, was it like the, the Tim Reynolds dude who did all the stuff with him? Or? No. Um, I mean, w- so was it featuring the Dave Matthews band? Like, no, was, Dave Matthews. Was, okay. So Carter Buford wasn't, like, being awesome... No. No. Just, just, uh, just Dave on vocals. Songs featuring Dave Matthews. Shit. Was it like The Streets? Because I think they did one with the dude from Coldplay, and it's like, you know, that, like, uh, uh, Shav hip-hop, you know? Is it that one? No. no? Damn no. it. <laughs> uh, there is a Spotify playlist called Featuring Dave Matthews, which is pretty I mean, find the most embarrassing one on there, and it's probably that one. What, he was on Sesame Street. Ooh, not that embarrassing. <laughs> Guys, listen to this one. I think Cookie Monster really makes it. Featuring Dave. Come on. Dude. So you know it and you just want to say I do know it. I do. But it's it's definitely in this group of songs right here. Fat Man in the Bathtub. Ooh, no. That, that's a song? That's what it is. Uh, that just sounds like the sort of thing that you get fired for having on your company computer Google search. Who, who was the other guy? 
Who was the other person? Was it Kenny Chesney? No. Was it? It might not even be on the Spotify list. Was it Santana? No. Ooh. Hey, Car- you know that like whole that uh, that that album was that was pretty good. Jack one- Johnson? No. These are all too way too legitimate people. I don't know. I don't, Fergie? Did he do something with Fergie? Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. There's <laughs> a Jimmy a Fallon thing? Dave Matthews no, song. That, that's a good guess because it's probably in that same sort of vein. We're just going to hide the screen. What here. are I'm, you I'm gonna, doing? I'm going to play why, the song. Why is he so embarrassed wait, about you this? Can, wait, you can play the song, but Grady can't? Oh, Grady follows the rules. So, uh, I, I, it's it's highly illegal. Yeah, well, I don't think this... Well, it would be illegal if we were making money off of it, but we're not. I'm not profiting off their work. Yeah, it's and not highly illegal. It's like a beer share, right? Like if someone's sharing your beer but not selling it. It's frowned upon. It's fine. I, I, dude, we've seen people selling beer while waiting in line. Like, you know, the, they'll have the, the uh, in search of dollar bill sign for trade. In I, line? ISO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, well, they always get outed by the people behind them in line. <laughs> you know, like it's not like I'm looking at that shit, but they're like, "Oh, did you see this person who will remain unnamed?" They're selling this. I'm dying to know this song. I, I just, <sighs> I cannot wait till this ad is over. All right, this is so exciting for me. Music video. I thought it was a really like mellow sort of beat to it, put me in a good mood. I knew the words, and you know how important that is for me. Who's the other person? This is Dave Matthews. Yeah, I told you he's, he's the voice. On I mean, it sounds like he forgot to write a verse, but other than that, I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah, the worst thing I've ever Sing along. <laughs> you know what this actually sounds like? Is uh, that that sounded like the intro to The Sopranos? Ooh, kinda. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they reference Charles Mingus in that song, which, like, I'm just gonna say, love Charles. You've Mingus. dropped so many things, so many words, so many phrases, so many people. That I have just no idea what you're talking about. Who's the other all guy? Night long. Not a guy. It's a group. Who is the group? They wear face paint. Blue Man? The Blue Man Group. <laughs> oh, my God. It's awesome. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. I thought oh. you were going to say, like, Eiffel 65 no. or something, like, something like that. That's the Blue Man Group. Eiffel 59. Oh, oh, dude. Another did, you, ad. Did, 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 you, uh, did you watch Arrested Development? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tobias Fumke? <laughs> yeah. I think I blew myself. <laughs> Michael, I was in the bathroom <laughs> blowing myself <laughs> There they are in all their blue glory. Oh, my God. So I thought it was a really cool song, and I was convinced nobody would have heard it. Look, dude. But I, it had somebody real in it, so I was also convinced it was like a legitimate song. Okay. All right. We can work with this. Oh, we can we, we, we Do you can still work with like this. this song? I know the words, so yeah. Dude, I, it, like this. This sounds like if you got the if you got the Clarence Greenwater recording, Citizen Cope, right? Seriously. I don't know so, what that is. T- just put it on. Put it on. Let's say the words again. Uh, the Clarence Greenwater, I believe, recordings. Uh, it's Citizen Cope. Citizen Cope. 
I mean, it's like that down tempo. Um, yeah, you, you'll dig it. Like if you're into that, you're gonna dig it, and it's a, it's a great album. Citizen Cope full session paste studio. Citizen Cope is one of the songs. Yeah, this is a perfect. This is this is the track right here too. But I don't know the words. You will. It's the, the penitentiary is on fire. What do you think, Mark? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Fine. Wait, you gotta, you gotta get to the vocal parts because that's like that's where like I think he's gonna be into it. You can understand the words. Can I sing along? Is it in a good key? <laughs> if I sing a song. <laughs> This is good. I like this. Thoughts? Fine. What's it about? About a penitentiary, I think. It's on fire? I feel like I'm too loud. No. Oh, I, I turned you up for the song. My bad. I, do you need to know what it's about? Well, no, I don't. But then I'm also not connecting to the song on a level that anybody else who oh, does see, know what it's about like, I, is. I love songs about, like, growing up in Compton and, like, you know, like, nothing that I would ever be able uh, to connect to. Whether you relate to it or connect to it or not, like, you know what it's about. Well, I guess, but I could just figure that out. You could fig- you could listen to the whole song and figure it out. I I wasn't paying any attention to the words. But the words don't matter. It sounded kind of sad. Maybe. How would you that know? Was the, that was the vibe I was getting from it. Do you like happy Melancholy. music? Melancholy. Uh, sad music is good sometimes. I, I, I'm not I, saying it's not. I, I skew sad. Do you? Um, yeah. I wouldn't, like... I want my musicians uh, hurt. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's a sad like you yeah. know it's sad a, songs are like more a, meaningful. So, like Johnny so, Cash doing Nine Inch Nails. Well, Cursive wrote this album um, uh, called The Ugly Organ, and it was basically about the struggle. So they they had an album before then an EP, but the album uh, the full length before it was called Domestica, which was about the lead singer Tim. Uh, his wife leaving him, and it was this like concept album that is like the most gut wrenching, just fucking awful thing you could ever listen to. Like it hurts, and it's fucking amazing. And then the next album, you know, a couple years later, he's like, "I'm over." <laughs> and wh- what do you do? Like, and then he turned to Billy Joel in the '80s. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, the, the he's beauty- dating Christy Brinkley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we actually listen to way too much Billy Joel at the brewery, and it's it's a Billy byproduct. Joel is awesome. I, it's like the Glass Houses album. Yeah. Like Philly Matt has that on on repeat all the damn time, and and he'll constantly. I'll be like, "Are you listening to Billy Joel again?" Oh man, dude was right. Hits. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> that sounds like you and Philly Matt would get along pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I dig Philly Matt. <laughs> That's my guy. So. So anyway, they 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 write this album um, 
the ugly organ and it's literally about like having to manufacture pain to sell albums and Hmm. it's equally as awesome and then the album after that was not i did not like it (laughs) um and then he got sad again and they got awesome again (laughs) you uh you offered to let us come and and lay on the brewery floor and listen to the concept album that would have been so yeah yeah the mars volta I'm that's like that's so that's like the uh when John Coltrane was like in the throes of heroin like he wrote Ascension and it's all this crazy free jazz and he kind of created that and like this is the modern progressive rock version of Coltrane's Ascension album which is like the thing that makes me like one of the happiest like I I my wife fucking hates it and <laughs> And, like, we'll be on a road trip. So we were in Colorado last week. Uh-huh. And we're driving back, and I see the eyes getting heavy. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> play the Bedlam and Goliath, <laughs> volume one. And then I see her, her head tilt, Alexa, volume two. <laughs> and then I Lord. see the mouth open a little, and I'm like, Alexa, <laughs> let's rock this motherfucker out. <laughs> and then she woke up, and the party was over. <laughs> Damn. So if I asked you the question, what's your favorite album of all time, you just wouldn't have an answer. I, no. No. I mean, I, the number of albums I've listened to start to finish, right. I can probably, definitely on both hands. There wasn't like one like formative one where you're like, I'm into album. Like, I like music. Yeah, obviously, you never had that moment. Like I, I enjoyed like listening now. to the Creed album that I had. I believe it was. I don't know if it's called Meyer or Weathered. My own prison. I think it's called that Weathered. One, one, I think one? it's called Weathered. Maybe, yeah. Um, Is that the one with the bad Photoshop Sandman thing? Yes. That's climbing yeah. out of the ground? Yep. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I had that one, and I would, uh, before speech meets in high school, I would have that going on my Walkman. Of course. With, uh, Whoa! <laughs> Look what you did! <laughs> Stupid! Oh shit! What is this? What those, is this called? Are, I don't know. They're ceiling what tiles. Yeah, the, look that little the little crack right there, straight above the bottle. Straight above the bottle. <laughs> I think that's dust. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it is a crease. You're not in getting out of buying us a new tot. <laughs> 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 that thing went flying. <laughs> I'm I'm actually going dumb and dumber. I'm going to write you an IOU for the ceiling tile. Here that's you a go. Key, that's, that's a keeper. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Should I, should I disclose that that's another thing I don't like? Dumb and Dumb dumber. And dumber. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad, just a terrible take. But we already knew that. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> what? How, like, what did you? That do one's just for not fun? funny. That one's just not funny. What? Yeah, what did, there, there's nothing funny about that one. It. You. You're just it's so dumb, wrong. and then it gets dumber. <laughs> you, just, you know. I, okay. So wrong. I. I've, I've, Look, you have heard... ceiling particles on the table. How could you say that you didn't do that? <laughs> the ceiling where there shouldn't be ceiling, Colby. All right, defend. Hey, you know what? At least I didn't hit one of those lights. All right, defend Dumb and Dumber. I needed to hear this. I, I can defend it in, in one reading. And that is the scene. I'm going to set the scene. They are... Uh, Without money in Aspen, and they are huddled around a fire, mm-hmm. and uh, Lloyd 
and Harry are beginning to fight. Mm-hmm. Because only because they Lloyd have, has yeah. gloves. Uh, Harry, <laughs> your hands are freezing. <laughs> I mean, you're laughing. You are laughing. I'm laughing at your enactment of the scene. Honestly, I don't remember you, the scene. You had so. two pairs of gloves this whole time? Yeah, here. We're in the Rockies. We're in the Rockies. It's as good as it gets, man. It, it just I'm is. I'm sorry. You hate Bull Durham, so. I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that good. I, get, I, I think Bull Durham is pretty boring, actually. I like a lot of baseball movies. That one is just like doesn't it just doesn't get me. The baseball parts are good. The other stuff I just don't care about. I I don't I do, disagree. I do, I like do not it's give it's a shit too about much Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Yeah. yeah. Too much Susan Sarandon in that movie. I get that. Yeah. But the baseball parts are fantastic. The baseball parts are very good. We lost Colby now. No, no right. we've all, we've all tuned he's, out at he's different points. No, I'm yeah. concentrating. You know I'm breaking shit in back. here. Like I'm assuming that there's more expensive equipment in here than I can afford to replace. That ceiling so tile to... was actually the most expensive thing in here. <laughs> well, you're missing one on the other side of the room. So <laughs> like, let's move. not let's not talk about let's this like it's move. super high class. Well, maybe we can swap the two out and we can all craft a story and tell whoever is going to be the ceiling tile boss that that happened over there. I like it. Okay. It's Mark anyway. He doesn't care. <laughs> I'm the ceiling tile boss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Now I can't stop thinking about that Creed album. I'm sorry. Me, I'm rusted in weather, holding together. Good one. I'm you were so you were just you just had your Walkman and you were rocking out he, to. He said he's covered in skin. Won't. Um, yeah, covered got, in skin that peels. That peels and it just, and won't, it just heal. won't heal. Heal. <laughs> Did he just have a shitty rhyming dictionary? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, what, so he like tried to throw himself off of like a, a hotel balcony, right? And then like, you no, know, there's a whole story there. Like, is that why he's a Christian guy now? Well, I think he was was. Oh, okay, if I remember right, but like like Christian rock. Oh, I, like, I, that, I don't know. Is that what he is does he? now? I, I know. I, okay. I, is that you're not closely following it, Scott Stapp? Is he I not in uh, Alter Bridge anymore? Is that canceled? Oh, I don't know. I, I thought wasn't that the band without him? Oh, yes. That was Creed without Scott Stepp? Yes, that's right, which gotcha. obviously didn't work. I, I think, yeah, well, I, did did Creed really work? <laughs> Creed worked for me. <laughs> Creed I made mean, some money. They, they, yeah, they, they sold some, I've been they on sold Creed. some albums. Um, He's in something called Art of Anarchy now. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, he replaced Scott Whelan as the lead singer of Art of Anarchy. Wait, didn't, well, Scott Whelan died, right? He died on uh, 2015. Oh, wow. And Scott Stapp replaced him. Okay, so Scott Stapp, if I remember right, he he tried like he tried to commit suicide, and and like it's sad, like no, you know, nobody should have to go through uh, what he did to get to that point. But I remember that like the person who like talked him down from the ledge, it was like Fred Durst. Whoa! And it was like the only person who knows, and I could be wrong. It, it might not have been him, but it was someone uh, of of that realm, and it was like the only one who knows. What it's like to suck that hard was there. I mean, like that's divine yeah, intervention. Yeah, that's wild. Like, no, you just like trust. happened to be there. I, 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 you got the Google machine there. Google yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking on their Wikipedia page right now. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was like one of those happenstance things. Like, it doesn't say on Wikipedia. It does say in 2006 he filed a lawsuit to block the release of a sex video involving himself 
four women and Kid Rock. Oh my God! <laughs> Thank God he blocked. That. Oh my God! Uh, it's got it's got his suicide attempt on here, but it doesn't say anything about so who you, else. You're out on Fred Durst. Is it him? You're out on. Well, I don't know. I just I just <laughs> I just typed in Fred Durst because I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> oh, he does not. He did not age well. No, he did not. He, but he may have been one of those guys who was like 43 pretending to be 20, you know? He's actually only 49 now. I would have said that he was older. Huh. Huh. All right. The biz kit. I, I... What is Fred Durst doing now? Fred is now sporting a beard, which obviously is gray, but the former band member is aging gracefully. Not true. <laughs> Uh, Durst has been the lead vocalist for the new metal slash rap rock band. New metal rap rock band since, oh, he's still the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. That was just one of those stupid Google things. Yeah, so I, I have a I have a confession to make. I, I have seen Limp Bizkit live. Nice. In 1996 or 97. Oh, so it was before everyone hated them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> they, I think their first album, uh, $3 Bill, y'all, uh, was out, and they hadn't released the second one, but they were on uh, the Family Values Tour, and the reason that I went to that one, though, uh, actually, no, I take it back. I've seen them twice because I went twice. Uh, Ice Cube was on it, and that was the shit. <laughs> It was fucking amazing, <laughs> and then and, and then that, a young Limp Bizkit just happened to be there. Well, it was. I mean, so uh, they, I think they were like they had a, the the Faith song was out. Oh, so okay. like I think so they, they had. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Ramstein was there, which like I was never. Ramstein. Yeah, I was never into until like, and I I, I hate their music. Like it's it's terrible. Um, I mean, it's purposely terrible, right? Well, they're like a shitty version of Einstrud and Neobotten. So there's like this, there's this like, there's this band, right? Einstrud and Neobotten. They're, they're fucking amazing. Blixa, who was like the creative mind behind it, was in Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. $3 bill, y'all, by the way. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but like, they were fucking incredible. They were like uh, Joy Division and Bauhaus meets like industrial back. It was like, just incredible. And then, yeah, Rammstein was just a, a bad version of that. However, do, do Host. Yeah, fuck. But they, <laughs> that was a huge deal. But they <laughs> shot fire everywhere. It was, and I was like 15. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. So, like, they come out and the guy is on fire singing the first song. <laughs> And I'm like, what am I watching right now? What? Why was that? Why were those three bands at a concert? Why was uh, so it was. Uh, it was. I'm, I, now I'm going to get the years confused here. So I may be like, you know, I'm sure there's like some new metal fan who's going to be like, well, actually, um, no, there's not. We, we do have a lot of those in our audience. <laughs> no, no, yeah. But uh, but I I believe it was like Orgy, Romstein, Limp. Biscuit and ice cube, ice cube, corn. Oh, and now uh, I, I left. I left before. I, like I got what I wanted, and I left. Um, and then the next year, I went again, and I can't remember. We we ended up going late. You know, I was sixteen now, so like you know, I was into big kid shit. Uh, Method Man and Red Man again, fucking amazing. And so I'm I'm from Crete, 
And like the Wu Tang Clan was was a thing in Crete, Nebraska. Like, oh yeah. So like my my wife is from Aurora, Colorado. Like that is Biggie Smalls country. Okay. Um, my my cousin, uh, he he went to Lincoln High. He was like, you got to listen to Tupac. Uh, but but in Crete, Nebraska, the Wu Tang Clan was wow was was the thing. And in so, my Wu Tang shirt tonight. Well, I, I was very passive in it, right? Because like, in, uh, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't living it uh, in the moment. Like, I was into, you know, I was into like um, uh, a lot of old metal, like the first, uh, the first four Metallica albums. <laughs> you know, like the only really, good Metallica. Yeah, albums, well, I yes, always say. yeah, yeah. And like, I knew that shit in real time. Like, I, dude, I've never been more disappointed than when I waited up to buy Load. Like, I got it, and I was like, what in the actual fuck is this? <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, like, but but I knew, like, I, I knew Cream. Like, that song was inescapable, and, and I knew Protect Your Neck, and so I was like, fuck, man, like, I, I'll, I'll check these guys out. They seem, they seem cool, right? Oh, that show. Like, that, I've never... Like, there are very few. That's, like, Iggy Pop-level energy that those guys have. I mean, they were in the crowd, and they were hyping up this whole crowd, which, like, honestly, like, man, this is like a... It was a new metal show. It's, like, a bunch of geeky, acne-ridden 19-year-old white kids, and they're, like, in the crowd, like, rapping along with the five of them who knew, like, the song. And like, dude, it was fucking amazing. It was great. Where was that? Uh, the Civic Center in Omaha. In Omaha. Wow. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, it was not Fred Durst that saved Scott Stapp. Okay, let me... Uh, well, he was a shitty musician, though, right? Yes. By my definition. Uh, Chad Kroger. Ooh! You know what? We're in the wrong genre. Oh. Kid, was it Kid Rock? It was not Kid Rock. Because okay. um, he had a sex tape with him, right, yeah, apparently, yeah. that got blocked from the internet, which yeah. is a good thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those four women. I mean, they got, thank God. You know? uh, I, they knew what. I mean, like, I'm assuming they knew what they were getting into. Maybe they thought that was their Kim Kardashian moment. Who who comes out if that gets released? Who comes out on the? Who comes out worse, Kid Rocker or uh, Scott Stapp? It's got to be Scott. Got to be Scott Stapp. I mean, he's the yeah. one who sued to have it stopped. Yeah, you know, yeah, Kid Rock's right. like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Who is the person who saved? Who saved him? Ti. Ti. Wait. What? T.I.? That's the only thing that no. comes up when I say, who saved Scott Stapp? Multiple, no. multiple really? T.I. articles. Okay, yeah. well, I'm misremembering it. I, I know nothing of T.I., so I, <laughs> I'm completely misremembering it. My apologies uh, in, in spirit for defaming T.I. I, I don't know anything <laughs> about you. He, he uh, had straps in his ride and had to go to prison. That was in a song. But it's also true. Is it true? Yeah, it's also true. And by straps, you mean, like, straps? So. Yeah. You, you know who also got busted with straps in their ride that I, I continually find to be the most humorous? Many folks ever. have been s- s- busted with straps in yeah, their rides. John Popper of the Blues Traveler. Really? <laughs> Dude <laughs> loves guns. He had like hidden compartments. You know, like that makes sense. But does it? Uh, the, the fact that he loves that, guns makes but sense. But fucking to me. does it? I mean, look. Have you watched? Have you seen Kingpin? Have you seen the end <laughs> credits to Kingpin? Like, I look at that guy and I don't see a dude who's like, you know, taking down like two inch groupings from a hundred yards. I just think <laughs> it's like, like he just looks like a, a big dude who yeah, likes I to guess, play the harmonica. I, guess, I don't know if I've ever seen him. What he look? Oh, 
Well, he's no. he's skinnier now. He has, so I think he had like gastric band or gastric bypass. Now does he look like he had straps in his ride? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I guess yeah. like w- when I hear like guy gets pulled over and they pull, I mean, like it was an enormous amount of guns. It was like, really? yeah, I mean, it was like at a crazy. Yeah, that, 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 that dude looks like the the guy next door who like sips wine on his, you know, on his front porch. And yeah, talks. just a weirdo. Not guns, though. Yeah. No, who no talks, guns. He, no. He's definitely eccentric about something, though. It's yes. just, it's a, it was, it was shocking. Maybe bolo me. ties or something like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, I guess. Don't look that, at my bolo collection. <laughs> I just got a new one. It's got cobras on it. It's Marbles right. or something. This is from the Philip Rivers collection, guys. <laughs> he likes turquoise. He's got some turquoise on his hat, so. It's just, you know, I guess sometimes you feel like you can like, you know, when you hear something, you go, yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> This is that, not that. That was not one of this those. Is not that. No. He, he does kind of look like he wants to be the crocodile hunter a little bit, though, <laughs> you know. I, I, I mean, maybe like, like he's he, in a, he's into natural jewelry. Yeah. Like there's there's That's a, the only reason I have for that. There's turquoise. a lot of there's yeah. A, yeah there's a lot of turquoise and sterling silver on his <laughs> on his gear, and and if I remember right, he like back in the day his like uh, uh, harmonica bandolier, you know, bandolier or whatever they are, uh, like it was like bedazzled. I mean, it was it was it was impressive. He had a lot of guns, though. Yeah, yeah. no, and there's like pictures of it. He was in like a, a big SUV, and there was like pull-out drawers, and there was like hidden compartments, and like yeah, it was. He was prepared for anything, I guess. Well, I guess he was just like, I, and I can't remember the full story. It, it, obviously, I'm telling you that Ti is. They both rap. I get them confused all the time. <laughs> they, they both rap. <laughs> um. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if I remember right, like he was uh, he was going from a state where you didn't have to register in that state, uh, going to a state where you didn't have to, but he didn't. But he was in between them or something like that, so it was a thing. And it wasn't like he like ran or lied to the cops, you he know. Just had a bunch of guns. He's just like, uh, well, officer. Um, he he does have a paragraph on his Wikipedia page about weapons collecting. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to read it to you. Okay. Popper is an avid collector of weaponry, including firearms, swords, and a working $10,000 American Civil War cannon. He cites a fascination with their aesthetic of being life-savingly efficient machines. See, like I said, had to be prepared. Popper is a supporter of the Second Amendment. <laughs> uh, appeared on an MTV-sponsored roundtable about gun control. Would you want Would you want more swords to be legal? He carries weapons in in-state where it's allowed, even carrying them on stage. Interesting. Uh, do I want swords to be legal? Do you think people should have swords? Yes. <laughs> Let me just start with yes. <laughs> because, uh, you know, it, I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Yes. I'll say no. Just for the sake of argument. I don't, I don't have an, an opinion formed on it yet. I haven't really thought about it. But I would like to hear the reason for why yes. Because that's like a real commitment. Like, you're walking <laughs> around with a three-foot fucking sword. Like, you are committed to the fact that at some stage someone will question your honor and you need to throw down the gauntlet. I was watching this show. Uh, I'm watching the show alone. The Netflix I'm show. Sorry, you should get a friend. Alone. I was. It's called Alone. I think I was told, talked about this on the last podcast. But they can only bring like ten things into the Arctic with with them when they get dropped off. I don't think you did talk about this. And, if you did, I don't remember it. And uh, well, that would make sense though. One of the things, one of the things, should be a sword. They could just, you know, chop anything that gets near them. Chop down trees, real easy. 
You do like parts of trees. You do need a blade of some sort. Yeah, I would imagine they got a blade, but why not make it a sword? Well, I, yeah, I mean that's chopping fa- down trees with a sword. That's fair. I mean, if you really think about it, if you're being attacked by a polar bear, Easy. and you have, I, I'm I'm not saying it's easy. You're probably going to die. That's but so that out of that and a bow and arrow, that's the weapon I want to defend myself. But I you, well, yeah, and in your obituary is also going to be Colby Wood was mauled to death by a bear, but he took that bear down too. <laughs> the, the bear was found with a sword in his chest. <laughs> A, a replica. I, I, I really wish. Signed could, by Randy Jackson from American <laughs> Idol. I really wish I could. See rem- that smudge? <laughs> Randy Jackson from American Idol. I really Idol. wish I could remember uh, the, the name of the sword. Hanzo? Was that the from Kill Bill? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of them. But, yeah, like, give me one of those. Like, I mean, they were. They were like, like the type of sword, or did it have a name? One. Have you, like, not did they seen, name? have you not seen that movie? No, I've never seen it. I've seen no. Kill Bill, but I do not remember that. Okay, so the deal was, like, there's a ja- uh, a Japanese uh, sword maker who is, like, he makes the best swords in the world. Hattori and- Hanzo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, one of the things is she's, like, trying to get her Hanzo back from his deadbeat alcoholic brother. She being Beatrix? Kiddo. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Bill being... The deadbeat brother? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, no, Bill is um, uh, David Carradine. Is that a person? Uh, the guy from Kung Fu. The dude who died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So so there's this comedian who also passed away, and I was really bummed. My, my wife and I got to see him, like, maybe a month or so. Is it the guy uh, that I killed? The... Uh, <laughs> Fred Willard? Is it Fred Willard? <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is uh, it was Greg Giraldo, and he was doing a uh, he was doing like a celebrity roast. He was like one of the best at the celebrity roast, and it was like the day after David Carradine died, and he was like, and I'm glad to see Gilbert Godfrey showed up that he could tighten his belt and come just like David <laughs> Carradine. <laughs> and I remember that I don't know why. Fifteen years later, that like punchline has stuck with me. Wow. Every time I see Kill Bill now, I'm like, oh, man, they're fighting it out in hell after that one. <laughs> it, uh, ooh. two autopsies, that it was originally ruled a suicide because he was found naked, hanging by a rope in the closet. Uh, but speculation started, and after two more autopsies, both said it was not suicide. Accidental. Accidental asphyxiation. I mean, I'm not kink shaming anybody here, but like, if you're into that, don't you have a spotter? Like, for that reason, because like, is that what you want your legacy to be? You know that it could go really poorly. Yeah, and this is not how you want to be found. No, no. I mean, like, you so just you, have to find someone else who's into that sort of thing. They didn't look into it more. When what, do, do people usually hang themselves naked? Because I get the sense, no. But that's just me. I, 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 they should have looked into it more when they found him naked. Yeah, that's well, and they, they did, you know, eventually. But. I mean, maybe, but maybe, just maybe, the investigators, like, came in and they're like, oh, shit, you know what he was doing. <laughs> and they're like, let's try and preserve the Kung yeah. Fu masters. Like, yeah, no, maybe. not even that. Like, just whatever. Like, just fucking make up a story Maybe. like don't do that and then the autopsy guy got in there and he's like <laughs> i believe <laughs> i 
I'm nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Those autopsy guys. <laughs> meanwhile, well, the actually. meanwhile the investigators are just like, shut up, guy. <laughs> like, yeah, we all fucking know what happened. Like, it's creepy and it's weird. no need like, to oh. cause a stir. Like, just let the guy let the guy keep that to himself. His family filed a wrongful death suit against the production company that he was working with at the time. Wow. Saying they failed to provide assistance to the actor that had been agreed upon in his contract. Wait, he had a writer about having a spotter. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> you know. We're going to take a peek. Okay. I'm almost done with this. This is good. Yeah, so this is uh, Leah's journey from uh, one of my favorite breweries in the world, Phantom. And the beauty of Phantom is it's like one dude in the middle of the forest in Belgium. And he's really? operating a super, super old system. Yeah, uh, Danny uh, is his name. And he's <laughs> like, dude, no, no, no. He's you just should... a guy named Danny in the forest? Yes. Brewed beer? In Belgium. Yes. <laughs> no, don't look up Phantom Brewery uh, with, an F, with an F. With an F. Uh, he, uh, oh man, I, the, the, so he actually like, um, he's, he's okay-ish English speaking. Um, I think Flemish French. This uh, is great. You've met him? No. Okay. So I've exchanged, like, I've exchanged messages with him on the old beer advocate forums. He had some, uh, he had some beers that, uh, were bad. There was a stretch where there was like an issue. He, it's like mixed fermentation, but it's kind of a weird culture that he uses and everything was kind of turning ropey from pdo and um not great his name's danny yeah Yeah. um (laughs) he's he's like a he's like a school teacher by by trade and then the brewery's like a thing that he does on the side in Um, the forest yeah and so he'll like yeah he'll just he'll like message shelton brothers and be like i feel like brewing i'm gonna make a bunch of beer that's awesome and you're gonna buy it it's so cool this wasn't from Myers, was it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. according to Wikipedia, his products are difficult to find and not well known. Yes, they are. And, and but the thing is, there are people. Oh, shout out Myers. There, there are there is like a small group of people because it, it can be a gamble getting Phantoms, but like some of the best saisons on earth come from him. Now he's he's had some bad beer. Um, I think that bottom end has been risen dramatically. Where like. Uh, now you can buy a nineteen or twenty dollar bottle and it's good, or you could buy a nineteen twenty dollar bottle and it's like mind blowingly good. But yeah, hmm. yeah. I had th- this is the third out of the three for me though. Currently tonight, mm-hmm. I oh, like yeah. the I like the middle one the best. Really? Ooh, yeah, really? yeah. I like that one the best so far. I would put that one bottom, but it it uh, it's a high bar, you know. Oh yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Look at you guys drinking classic styles. No, it's really fun. I have to pee. You want to pause? Well, we'll do whatever you want, but I got to pee. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, great pee by everybody, except for Mark. I didn't pee. We didn't go. So he pause has, again? He has an impressive, very large masculine bladder. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's I'm, very it's large. It's about time someone noticed. <laughs> I've been trying to flaunt it for a long time. He can carry around weeks <laughs> worth of urine. Uh, going on a different path here uh, for the next one. It is uh, root beer. Craft soda. Craft soda. That's what the kids want these days. Don't know why, but... You know, when we went out to, uh, to McCook on the White Van Beer Tour, they were doing... Homemade craft soda out there, and it was really good. 
Holdridge, not McCook. Holdridge. Nice. I I made. Uh, I almost wish I would have went. You should have went. <laughs> it was really good. I I made. Uh, so uh, when my wife and I moved uh, to Lincoln, uh, we we gutted and renovated this house. And while the kitchen was nothing but a subfloor and studs, I put a refrigerator in the basement, like any smart person would. Ran a PVC pipe up through uh, the the floor and the wall. Uh, and shot it out into our center island and put two taps on it. Genius. And, yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but, I mean, presented with the opportunity, mm-hmm. like, it seemed like the right thing to do. So I did it. And uh, there were a lot of bins in the PVC, and we had, like, a little muffin fan kind of blowing cold air up it. And, it, you know, it was it was like the first pour was foamy. But it, my, my daughter, who was maybe, like, four-ish at the time, Five uh, was really into root beer, so we made like craft homemade root beer. Nice, and we had it on tap, uh, which was awesome until we went to sell the house and we realized that anything you put through there tasted <laughs> like root beer from that point <laughs> forward. <laughs> I can work with some things, I imagine. Is that a flavor profile you could work into a beer at all? Uh, you, you'd be shocked how uh, how actually awful it is with pretty much every style. <laughs> um, it's it, it's so like, you've tried. So, so here's what's funny is like, there was no, um, once those, once the draft lines were in it, like there were so many bins and kinks, like I put the draft lines in and plugged the ends while I was assembling the thing. And then the cabinetry went around it. Like it was PVC. Like there's no pulling that shit through. And then, um, my wife's cousin came out and her husband's like, uh, I, I'm like technologically, uh, very um, Neanderthal. Like I, I really? don't. I don't. Oh, dude, I, 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 I it surprises me. Oh, really? Well, I mean, you went all science earlier, so. But, but figured, you, you kind of you strike me as a Renaissance man in a lot of ways. Uh, there's there, there's a big gap for me between science, which I think is fascinating, and then like actually understanding how like um, technology works. So anyway, so John does some like I say this like I have a friend who's in procurement. And I'm like, I don't know. He's a computer guy. <laughs> like he works from a, he works in, he has a computer that he works on and I don't know what the fuck he does with it, but that's what he does. <laughs> he um, so, so John is, uh, is also a computer guy. I don't really know what he does. Um, but he was like, came over and he's like, well, there's this stuff that like network guys use to pull line. Just like get that and put like two squirts down it. And it was like literally unhooked at two squirts, and you just watch the line go really <laughs> down into yeah, down into the refrigerator, <laughs> which was like that was a game changer for me. So like I have this like network uh, line pulling spray now that I like have it's still in my garage. I love those people who like you don't know what they do, but you know just they're really smart people. Yeah, and and you just trust them with whatever they say. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, like there's there's like a lot of those people. I, I've got a friend who works high-level national security stuff. And if you ask me what do they do, yeah, I don't know because he they, won't tell they, me. They somehow but, just make money. But I know he's really smart and makes some money. So I've got a friend in Denver who does that. Uh-huh. And my, like, he was laughing one time because I just refer to him as my buddy's a creep for the NSA. <laughs> like, I don't know what he actually does, but I, like, I know that he probably has my background. or Like, before he hung out the first time. He probably has my, like, permanent file or whatever they call it. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. You know, and he's, like, just making sure that this guy's <laughs> not, like, an operative who's here to, like, you know, work counterintelligence or whatever. Which is just smart. You got to know. 
he could have like he could have given me two beers and watched me act a fool and, and like I mean like if you were that detached from the the temperature of the room like you yeah. probably shouldn't be doing that job. My my friend keeps telling me that if I'm ever looking for a job, they're always hiring and they would definitely hire me and that concerns me to a high level because if you hire me for whatever the hell it is you do, I'm worried about our country. I, so you would have security clearance. Yeah. Dude. I mean, I don't know what that is. Like, I just know it from, like, I, watching Homeland. I just, I Isn't just, it crazy how much, like, this This is not, I swear to God, this isn't a referendum, like, on anything. But how, like, there are a lot of dumb people, like, in charge of stuff. Right, right. Like, seriously. Who are you talking about? Nobody. Not a referendum on anything, like I just but said. If, but if you had to say five people. Rob Manfred. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay, uh, he is okay. not a very he's not a very popular commissioner. No, although I would go so far as to say Roger Goodell is worse. He's another one. Uh oh, I'm a Patriots fan though. Three years later, hotline. Is this the number I call to vote for Kanye West? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to submit my vote. For Yeezy, please. Okay, what is your name and your social security number? My name is uh, Grady McGuire, and my social security number is 550 That's not Nebraska, so. What's that? That's not Nebraska. Maybe he so wasn't Grady. born in Nebraska. No, he was. <laughs> 506, no, 507. Come on, Grady, don't lie. 505's in there, too. 505, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm told. I'm 119. You're one one nine. One one nine. That's not real. One one nine. Those are my first three. That's an Australian social security <laughs> number. Damn right it is. <laughs> Damn right. Anyway, my social security number is five zero five. See a change. One zero. What? <laughs> keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. The last four are the only ones I could probably learn about you. So four two eight six. You know, somewhere there is someone with that social security number <laughs> who is currently having their identification stolen. <laughs> because if, uh, you know, like you know, not- if you if you guys if you guys would let me finish, I'll give you my social security <laughs> Wait, number. There's more numbers. <laughs> Go ahead, Gravy. Okay, so I, before I was so rudely interrupted. Sorry. It's five. <laughs> it's five five zero five three. Zero. It's different. You said one zero last time. That's not what I said, Mark. I'm going to start over. Thank you. My social security number is 505-30-6207. I, I believe that, actually. That sounds real. Yep. That's what it is. Okay, and then, I, I want to submit my vote for Kanye West for cons- president. Consider your ballot casted. Perfect. Is there anything else Perfect. you'd like? Do you need some Kanye West merch? Yes, please. I was looking for a, uh, a, a cowboy hat. Do you guys have Kanye West cowboy hat? No, we just we just sold out. We only have stickers. Only stickers? Yep, just stickers. I've got plenty of stickers here. Hey, I called your hotline. I have a lot of stickers I, I need to get rid of. When am I getting my sticker? I called your hotline. 
Connor did too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Colby did two once. I know. I, was, I need to run the stickers to you at some point. Mm-hmm. That was Tom Osborne. You should send him oh, one. My bad. Yeah, send Tom I'm one. Gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to send. I'm going to send the stickers to Valentino's. <laughs> They're great. They deserve buffet. it. They deserve it. Yeah. Hey guys, what, uh, what are you guys doing? How's your night going? It's good. We just drank some root beer, uh, and then before that, three beers. Three beers. What three beers? You, you had some fancy beers, Colby. What did you bring these guys? Oh, these these are uh, these are shelf turds, man. Um, Pilsner, Keller, Daronka, Gutenberg, and uh, Leah's Journey from Phantom. Oh, look! I don't want to. I, I don't want to make you feel bad, but that's better than what he brought you. I don't know. He brought me some really good White Elm beers. Have you guys ever heard of White Elm? He also has apple gr- apple. Apple gravy? Apple, <laughs> apple Grady. Apple, yeah. apple, apple, no, apple Grady. Don't let him have Apple Grady. All right? That doesn't belong to him. Colby, when are you going to make a stout dry hopped with gravy? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. It's on the list. That, that's, that, that, that question hurts because I don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Colby. I'm not joking. <laughs> what what kind of gravy are we talking here? Are we, are, Sausage are we talking, gravy, breakfast. Well, yeah. I mean, that is that is the king of the yeah. hill gravy. I mean, like yeah. if like I would put like yeah, maybe mushrooms. No, I, I, I mean, if you're going I, vegan, you know, you could. I had some of that stuff at at what's the what's the place called the the one on Antelope Creek? Well, Parkway. no, they were a they were a truck or whatever. Yeah, and they no, came to, but it's Hub Cafe. Up cafe. Mm, they, yeah. The the yeah. dude made breakfast at Wide yeah. Elm. Came in one day and like yeah. ate some of that Had shit. Had some beer mosas. It was so good. Yeah, it was real oh, good. Yeah. yeah, no, they they, they do an amazing job with that. Yeah, Hub is uh, Jacob over there. Just uh, Jacob. I, yeah, that's his name. Chef yeah, Jacob. They're they're incredible. Jacob. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacob. Jacob is one of my best friends. Hey, uh, I would leave. If someone had to make gravy to put in a white elm beer, I would trust Mark Onweiler to make the gravy. I do make a hell of a gravy and a pretty good biscuit to go under it. Not to toot my own horn, but it's it's a, a favorite in our household. I believe it. Well, it's, it's the only thing your household knows, so it's got to be good. That's true. That's true. To them, to them, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's the best they've ever had because I won't let them eat anything else. <laughs> oh my god see this is what happens when you don't like music <laughs> you, have you only it. eat gravy no, no these are the sociopathic tendencies that come out he has he has clearly a captive family who's not allowed to leave the house yeah <laughs> they just want Denny's. No, not allowed to listen to music gravy if you were to suggest mark, mark to to go somewhere oh or do something what what do you think what what do you think he should do I, I feel like Mark needs excitement. I feel like he needs to go to an amusement park and ride like a rock and roll roller coaster. Are you interested? Like a roller. I love the rock and roller coaster at Disney. I think it's one of their best rides. That's what you. That's what you need like three times a week, Mark. You know, I didn't know any of the Aerosmith songs as they were playing during the ride, <laughs> but but the ride itself was. If, if they could have done it without the music, I think it would have been better. I would have appreciated the rock and roller coaster much more without all the rock and roll. Well, I mean, in fairness, I think most things could be enjoyed more without, <laughs> without Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <laughs> Mark, I feel like 
when you get home, you put a record on, and the record is just white noise. It's like white noise, the album. Is that what you listen to? Um, you're not just a, like that like radio radio static. Off? Don't you listen he, to like natural sounds before you go to bed or something yeah, like that? He, yeah. he walks home and he's like, Alexa, play the sound of industrial drum fans. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll put on sometimes music when I'm cooking, but more often just kind of noise. If, if I don't have a podcast. You're, yeah, Grady, you're, you're closer than you think. Actually, Colby, I can't wait for the release of your new stout, Industrial Drum Fans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, every time I've gone into Zipline uh, onto the production side and I see that whole array of them they have blowing into the back to keep it nice and cool, I'm so jealous. I bet. I, I, they have an impressive array of Industrial Drum Fans back there. Big Industrial Drum hey. Fan guy. <laughs> Big fan. Hey, uh... Ah! I, I mean, did. we teed that up. See what you did. Nice. <laughs> Mark, uh, this is a little behind the scenes, but you you had sent me a message saying that I should call in that, that you want to cuss at me. Yeah. Did you guys have a specific reason to cuss at me? Oh, well, heard this. no, but it's mostly just in response to this that you sent to us. Oh, God. Hey, bitch-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Episode 64 of Nebraska Beer 30 is here with Coley Wood. <laughs> Hey, 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 you fucking music-hating motherfucking piece of shit like Mark We talk about White Elm. We talk about the beers they produced. We talked about Colby's daughters. We kind of talked to Mark on the phone, right? Odd odd transition, but yeah. yeah. Mark Mark leaves a lot to be desired. Check out episode 64 of Nebraska Beer 30, you sons of bitches. Oh. I, why are we yelling at him for this? This is the best piece of audio I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, that was so that was so much fun. It's actually the last time you sent me uh, a promo for anything, so I'm pretty Ooh. sure it, it's still running before our podcast because you haven't sent me one to replace it. I I, I confession from that night. You don't remember that? I live uh, approximately what like twelve blocks away. Now, it was storming, uh-huh. it was raining, I had to catch an Uber home. Did you have one lined up beforehand? <laughs> I mean, as you do, they're on demand. <laughs> I got my I got my car out of Grady's driveway, and I waited for the person to pull up, and I hopped in the back of their car, and I was like, sweet, we're on 17th and Van Dorn, to 30th we go. <laughs> <laughs> you did that? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh! I can't believe <laughs> the whole time the guy. Yeah, your van, your van was wasn't in my driveway the next morning, so I figured you drove it home. But you call he called an Uber that night. Yeah, yeah. Oh right. my after, gosh, after it's hearing, wonderful. After being on the other end of that phone call, that track. Good call. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, call. checks out. <laughs> hey, you oh my gosh, that's amazing. So. Here's here's my next question and my final question before I hit the hay because I go to bed before eight thirty because I'm an old man. Well, you got you got um, twenty minutes. Yeah. What's that? I said you got twenty minutes, so make it quick. <laughs> twenty minutes. Well, this uh, uh, this last question uh, is: What uh, did you guys do? What you said you were going to do? Are you guys three weeds later? No, no, we, no, we would never. Jokes, jokes. Yeah, we would never do that. 
Mm, never, never wink. I don't know wink, why. Wink. I don't know why you would even say that. No, we did. We did crack open another uh, Pilsner or Cal. They're delicious. They're great. Huh? We can tell you yeah. what we've drank tonight. It's just those three: the the ones with weird names and root beer and root beer. Perfect. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for calling, Grady. <laughs> one. Uh, hey, one last quick question. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, did you? <laughs> you you have nineteen. I know. Minutes. I said the last one was my last question, but have you guys tried the C Beard B? Not yet. Not yet. No, we have oh, not. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you have I to am, say. We're excited too. for our sponsorship yeah. with CBRD. It, it, Hang on. Not sponsorship. Partnership. Partnered review. Got partnered review. What is? Partnered review. Oh, awesome. I'll tell you after this. All right, Gravy. Uh, ha- congratulations on the little gravy. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And uh, that's why he's going to bed. Today. If you don't have any more <laughs> questions, then we'll talk to you later. Guys, have a great rest of your night. Whatever, Enjoy the rest of the beer. Bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> long long live the empire. Bye, Grady. Bye, Grady. Good night. See ya. <laughs> Bye. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I think he, he, he's wanting to add to the empire with a new show, you know? Classic gravy. Classic gravy move. C B or D? C G M. CG, oh, classic Grady. Um, CBRD? CBRD. Yeah, no, I, I need more information on it. I don't know a ton other than uh, we're in I, probably our next podcast, which is two weeks away. Programming note. No podcast next week because I'm following in you guys' footsteps and I'm going to Colorado. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Where are you going? I am going to Summit County, the Breckenridge, Dillon area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're in Frisco, stop at uh, Outer Range. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one come up. Amazing, 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 amazing beer. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and you know, if you're there also, um, you're close to Copper, which right. uh a half-hour drive or so uh, up the People hill. People love Copper. So, I love Copper. Um, the reason Lanny that I, loves Copper. I, I, that's the only thing I know about Copper is Lanny loves Copper. It's To me, it's like uh, the most adult approachable, right? So... Um, during the summer right now, they have their Alpine Slide, which is the best. If you buy two tickets, I think it's 25 bucks. Okay. Uh, it's the best $12.50 you'll ever spend in your life, ever. Is that the coaster thing yeah. that goes through? Dude, it's, it's so much Wait, whoa, fun. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, I need more information. I'd like to hear this. I, I want to hear it, too, but then I have a problem with, with this plan. But you go first and tell us about I it. I like sliding down hills if that's what it's about. Yeah, no, no, no. So they basically, in the trees, in between two of their runs... That explains um, a lot about you, Connor, because I've always wondered why you come in with grass stains. Sliding so, downhill. So That's why I wear shorter shorts now. Those are short shorts. <laughs> like, yeah. I can almost see your religion. Check it out, dude. <laughs> Look at how short these bitches are. They're above, well, they're above the knees. Well, when you stand up, they're not as diapery as I'm they trying. are when you sit down. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. You ever listen? <laughs> I'm trying to elongate myself. I have short mm, legs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I am a, I'm a squatty man. Now that you're engaged, are you getting some advice from, from the missus? No. The future I, missus? I've, I've wanted a pair of short plan? shorts for quite some time now. Gotcha. Have you you ever listened to the, the Pardon My Take podcast? No. They have a sponsorship from a shorts company. I forget what they're called, and I wouldn't plug That's them anyway. It's probably Chubby's. Or some shit like that. I don't, I don't Everybody know. has the chubbies. I, I don't think it is, but it, it's something along those lines. But it's got a liner inside. These have a liner You inside. have a liner? I, I put them on the first time, and I was like, are these swim trunks? I'm like, what the fuck's going on? 
Well, that's good because they're so short you almost showed your religion, but you wouldn't. But I'm wearing underwear, so it's fine. Oh, you're, you're, wait, your underwear and liner? Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm a new... Well, I feel like that's the point of the liner is you don't wear the underwear. That's kind of what I thought, too, but yeah, I don't... That's I, a risky gamble. I don't well, feel like it makes a difference to wear underwear if you... If I you, mean, if you to feel be fair, the only, the only shorts with liner I've worn are swim trunks, and in which case I'm not wearing underwear. Have you ever worn underwear with your swim trunks? Uh, it's actually kind of fun. Okay. You don't get the sand in there if you're like going to the beach or something like that. It's nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's real. Okay. Any more questions about my legs or shorts? Not about the legs or shorts. Or about any of the rest of it. Nope. Right. Uh, the, the alpine slide. Yeah, there are, <laughs> many, there are many alpine slides uh, in through Eagle and Summit County. However, I, I will say Coppers is A, the least expensive. The one in Breckenridge, which is fun. It's super fun. Um, but it was like you, you had to pay to go up the lift. You have to pay oh, for yeah. like this pass thing. Yeah. You have to pay, 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 pay. Um, Copper, like literally we parked like maybe 50 feet from the thing. You buy the tickets online. You go up to a kiosk. You scan the barcode. It shoots out your things. And you go, you go online. And so in between uh, two of the runs, there's like the heavily wooded area. And it runs you up uh, vertically, I'm assuming, maybe 1,500 feet. Okay. Um, I think the total track, they say, is a little over a mile. And, Dude. And you have, like, you have control, right? So you have these two handles, and, like, you push forward, and there's no brake whatsoever. You pull back, and you can slow the thing down. And I think it, they say it goes, like, 30, 35 miles an hour, which doesn't sound like a crazy amount. However, there's sections of it that... That's fast as shit, actually. There's there's <laughs> sections of it that you're maybe like 40, 45 feet off of the ground, but there's no side rails whatsoever. Like, this thing is obviously attached to the track in a way that it can't spill off of it. Yeah. It's scarier than shit. Like, and I went with, like, my, my oldest daughter, who both of my daughters are, like, huge thrill seekers, but she's just like, pin them down. Like, open it up, Dad. Really? Oh, Yeah. Your daughters that was are different than my slide. daughter. That was always me on slides yeah. back in the day. Just, just I want to go as fast as I possibly. Go karts. Like I always wanted to find the fastest go kart. I I'm right there with you. My daughter doesn't want to go to Disney World because I'm going to make her ride the ride. And I keep telling her they're not scary rides there. The, but, so the nice thing about oh these, she would love the rides. The nice thing about these is you but can, she's not a thrill seeker. You can slow them down. Uh-huh. So it's like a nice little cruise. But. She is old enough that she would need her own car. How old is she? She's 11, almost 12. I mean, you could be that creepy dude. I think it said, like, nine and under or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, there was an age limit on it. Yeah, I was looking the, at but, this. But, but she can control it then. And maybe, like, I don't know about... But she's timid. I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know that she would, you know? Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't know about her at all, but I know, like, when I was a kid, I... I, if I was in control, I wasn't scared. Like, right, the scary right. thing was the, the lack of control. Shit, it's that way still. Like, I would never, ever ride on the back of a motorcycle. Sure, sure. I, I grew up riding motorcycles. Like, I, I competitively raced motocross for 15 years. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't very good at it, <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> um, but, like, put me on the back of a bike, and I'm, like, instantly rigor mortis like i want off like i I hate it and so i mean that's the thing that's kind of nice with those like you're in control yeah you know i i agree uh and i if i could convince her of that which would be a long convince 
I, I was looking at it because we were looking for things that are fairly socially distant out yep. there, and, and a place yep. like that looked good. And they had a pass. It was two rides on that thing, uh, a bumper boat deal, mm-hmm. and I think unlimited e-lift ride. Yeah. For like 30 bucks or something like that. Yeah, Hell of a deal. Yeah. It's great. The problem well, I ran into is there's also a weight limit on this, and I am above it. On the Alpine slide? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I and prob- I didn't know if that was something that I wanted to to push. You okay, know? so whatever they say the weight limit is, add fifty percent, and that's the mechanical limit, and then add fifty percent more, <laughs> and that's the actual, the actual failure. Limit. That's the failure okay. limit. So like quick math in my head, I'm not above that. Yeah, no, because I think I remember seeing it. Like I think I'm like on the line, uh-huh. and my daughter was with me. So you know, like, okay. Y- yeah, I so. I don't even look at those things anymore. And I should. Like, I'm not a small dude at all, at all, at all. I wouldn't have thought about it myself until it presented itself to me. Sure. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think there was one time, and and what's funny is I was actually, like, uh, in in the one of the, you know, peaks and valleys. I was in one of the peaks of, like, the best shape I was as an adult uh, when my wife and I were on our honeymoon. And there was, like, this whole zipline tour, like, through the... Uh, through the jungle, and uh, but the weight limit was like two hundred and twenty five pounds, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, and, and like I'm I'm six three ish, and I'm I'm you know like I'm, I'm Scottish, I'm made to work the plow, you know, like I'm a big dude. <laughs> you can and throw was, one of those big logs. Yeah, you, you and I was like, if you're six three, you got to be over two twenty. Well, and like yeah, this right, right, yeah, right, you, yeah. you just have to. And so I'm like, at the time, I'm like two forty, and I'm like. Is that fifteen pounds going to kill me? Right. Is this going to fall off? And and I'm like, <sighs> or break. Are we in a country with uh, a team of engineers who are like, okay, you know, some fat American like Colby's going to get on <laughs> it, and he's going to be like, we better prepare for that. fifty well, like- pounds. So like, let's <laughs> undershoot this by hundred and twenty-five pounds, so he doesn't sue us. Or are they just? That's going what to they be- would do in America. Yeah, which or, is not what they would do in some other places. Yeah, and so are they, or were they like go straight up to the limit? Were they like we put a two hundred and twenty-five pound weight on it and it died? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we put a two hundred twenty-four pound weight on it and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> he had a great time. <laughs> we went right up to the line. He not even a weight. That guy, Dude, yeah, that guy was so, fine. I'm Poor standing. Dave. Yeah. Dave didn't make it. So, yeah, I didn't want to be the guy standing in line and have the guy be like, hey, did you have a big breakfast, fatty? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like going to the amusement park and they hold up that stick to see how tall you are. Like, yeah. oh, I on had the scale. S- such battles with that. With, with the stick. Every every summer we would go to North Carolina and and, and visit my family and whatever. And it's just like in Happersville? A, it's a totally normal place. They didn't live in Happersville. But they're totally normal place. Um, you would find it. it, it it's, it's basically the equivalent of like a funplex of, without the water park. It's just okay. got a sweet go-kart thing and an arcade. And it's basically a county fair? A little, a little more upscale, I okay. guess. It's a it's, it's pretty nice place. It's called okay. Adventure Landing. Were there carnival folk? No. Did nope. they have small hands? No, just, like just normal people. Just normal people. No carnival. No carnival. <laughs> no carnival vibe at all. So you go there, and we would go there every single time with my cousins who were older and taller. And it was like th- three to four years in a row 
I couldn't ride these fucking go-karts because I was like, I was too short. I was too short. And the one, the one time before the, you know, the last time I couldn't ride the go-karts, I was like this much too short. And I was like a year away from driving a car. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, I need to be able to ride these go-karts. <laughs> and it was just sudden. And, and, and then by the time I was able to actually do the go-karts the next summer, they I, was, cool I was totally over it. He's like, yeah. you know, so you that was just awful. Oh, man. It, it was awful. It was terrible. You, you got like the uh, the gift of the Magi there. It like was when, not good. When you finally had it, hmm. you couldn't use it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry. That was awful. I didn't mean to bring up this painful memory. That was, it, it was a big part of my childhood. It really motivated me to become taller. <laughs> to wear shorter shorts yeah. when you look taller. To elongate myself. <laughs> Platform shoes. <laughs> He went the Sylvester Stallone route. <laughs> Black leather gloves. Spiked your hair that day. <laughs> yeah, man. I just Please really. Sir, let me on your ride. And it totally wasn't a big deal, but all I want, it's all I wanted to do. Because it's all, you know, I couldn't do it. My cousins all did it. Very sad. Well, and I'm sure, like, given that it's, like, familial, they got off and they're like, oh, my God. It that was, was awesome. the great. Oh, <laughs> uh, Colby, what was the most devastating part of your childhood? Damn, this is good. It is good. Oh. Um, I mean, <laughs> God, where to start? <laughs> no, I I had like a a fairly unconven uh, unconventional childhood, uh. But you know, it's like anything. You you sort of uh, um, lots of good. You know, lots of peaks, lots of valleys, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I it like um, as far as like individual moment of devastation. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, take your time. We'll wait. We need an answer. <laughs> uh, n- Brett Favre throwing uh, a go route in the 1996 Super Bowl when I thought that that was the only time I was ever going to see my team and they might actually win it. Uh it, it, Turns out you were wrong. In that redneck motherfucker. <laughs> gets <laughs> his Wrangler jeans. Gets in the huddle, and he's like, oh, you know, uh, just just run up the seam because Ty Law is not a fucking Hall of Fame cornerback who can cover that. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. In, like, my, one, of, one of my closest friends was a Packers fan, and my parents, like, absolutely refused to, like, let us watch the game together for whatever reason. I don't know. School night or something. I, I barely passed. Like I barely <laughs> graduated high school. So, uh, you know, they they should have seen the writing on the wall. Like I would have been better served like hanging out with Luke, sneaking <laughs> sneaking beers out of his parents' fridge. Uh, but yeah, so we were like on the phone the whole time and wow. like like just listening to my friend talk shit to me for three more quarters. Desmond Howard returning that fucking kickoff, and Adam Vinatieri was held. Which also, can you believe that Adam Vinatieri is in the NFL? It. Like, like he's still kicking it. Yeah, I think he was he was a, either a rookie or second year player on that Super Bowl. He's, and if you watch if you watch the highlights, he was <laughs> fucking held, and he had the line, and he's still in the NFL. Well, yeah, I think he, he doesn't have a team, but he's but he didn't quit though. No, I, no, I he's thought not retired. He, he he had a really bad stretch last year, and then I was like, "Oh, he's gonna retire." Nope, and they didn't. Free agent, because I had him on my fantasy team, and I was like, "Dude, stop missing kicks, please, God." You yeah, know, he had a rough, 
rough year. I I have a uh, I I I have a uh, Johnny Damon relationship with him, in that like of all the teams that he could have gone to, of all the teams, mm-hmm. like a team that the league colluded with Bill Polian to get out of their division and move into a division with three expansion teams because they had a franchise quarterback, a team in which they've changed the rules repeatedly to help them win. That is a straight up bitch move by the Colts. They're they're that, that so that's, fuck, a, that's fuck a straight up bitch franchise. Fuck the Colts. Yeah. Fuck the Colts. Yeah. That, no, that super fuck. If the you Colts. think about if you put all that stuff together, that really is a bitch ass franchise. And like, let's, let's roll back the one fucking super bowl that, that HGH shooting dick, uh, one with the Colts, Randall Gay was uh, was assessed like a thirty eight yard uh, pass interference call on third down. It was like third and nineteen, and the call on the field was face guarding. And this is also when they were pumping sound into the RCA dome and they were taking up the t- all the shit that they nobody cares because they were the good guys. He got he got called for face guarding, which is not a fucking penalty in the NFL. It's not a fucking penalty. And so they got first and 10 from the 30 instead of fourth and 19 from their own fucking 30. Mm. Like, I, I, there's somewhere at the old Cliffs Lounge uh, where, where uh, Captain Jax is now, there was a <laughs> Motorola Razor phone stuck in the wall <laughs> after that play. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of, lot of, lot of sports pain. A lot of pain. I'm feeling it. Uh, Mark, do you have any sports pain? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, Carlos Beltran striking out against the Cardinals. You really cared about the Mets that much. Yeah. Nice. I did. Mm. I did. I was. Um, that was 06, right? 06. That's right. Uh, I was working. I believe it, that. Hmm. I think, if I'm remembering right, I was in college. Definitely in college. Working at the toy store there at the mall in Kearney. Um, Classic. Shout out to CR Toys. Watching the ESPN Gamecast of it. Oh, was that like the hyper-pixelated? Yeah. Well, and or you, no, no. You, you yeah, could just see, yeah, yeah, see the, each yeah. pitch, right? Like you got the result of each pitch, and there'd be a little blue or red dot wherever it was. And I just kept seeing Charles Beltran not swinging. Right down the middle. Yeah. No swing. Yeah. Uh, so... Not cussing because I was in the toy store at the front register, but well, you didn't care that much. Though. Really angry. I, you're tr- you're right. I I, wor- I worked at Cliff's Lounge when I <laughs> threw that phone through the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I after that playoff, the I didn't know, but the manager of the store could see the owner of the store could see not my internet history, but well, probably could have, but didn't. That's not why you got fired. And I didn't get fired, uh, but they could see. I got on the internet or I got off the internet. Like, they could see log on, log off. You were just on the internet the whole time? Just, just constantly on and off throughout the night. But they sold these toys that connected to the internet. So I just I told them, like, oh, no, I was just showing a whole bunch of toys that night. We had a – and nobody bought them. Wow. But, but I, kept, I kept demoing them all night long. And then and – And they then were like, no, they, it was they your believed phone, it. dude. They believed it that time. I didn't have a smartphone. That wasn't a thing. What? It, what? It was, just the, it was just the the computer there at the register. The register computer. Oh, yeah. that was those 06, are connected right? to the internet. 
Well, that one was. Well, the yeah. hardwired. Yeah. I don't know right, how that right. works. I I thought I always thought the register computers were just blue. This one was just like a PC. Like what, whatever I had at PetSmart, I couldn't go on a browser on. Because they would type in the numbers. And I'm like, why is that computer screen so much different from every other computer? This was just screen. like a like a Dell PC that. I always they wanted had to some POS system on. I always wanted to do the the, the cash register at well, Hy-Vee. Yeah, I wanted to do that, and then they were like, "No, dude, like." We th- well, they made it seem like this, but I'm not sure if it actually was. They made it seem like I was better than that, and they put me to the salad bar behind the scenes, chopping shit up in the back. Dude, that's the job you want. I it was good, but I always wanted to ru- run the. Ca- yeah, I thought it was good with people. You're a grass is greener sort of guy. I thought it was good with people, and it, they kept me away from people. You can be great with people, but you don't have like that's the thing. You can be great with people. But there's a lot of assholes that come through that line, too. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, you do that long enough, and you're no longer great with people. Maybe I'm when not. You're, when, you're, when you're in the Is this back... why I don't see you at the bar anymore? <laughs> no, no, no. no. So, I'll, I'll tell you what. Actually, uh, Denver was like... I, I was like a, a, a puppy who had been kicked in the gut when I was dealing with... Uh, so I was in the Denver Tech Center, okay. which was like Greenwood Village. It's the... Uh, and I'm using air quotes and sticking my nose up in the air. The most affluent neighborhood in Colorado. <laughs> um, and you guess I'm uh, wrong with you if you're called that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the tap room, I've had zero. I like I used to work the bar back there a lot. Zero bad experiences. People were fucking awesome. Uh, I look back at when I bartended in Lincoln, and I'm like, oh my god, the things that I thought were like bad interactions, yeah. those people were fine. <laughs> I was the problem. <laughs> And then I think of, like, literally, like, my fifth day on the job in Denver. And, like, I had, I've I, I've had uh, a shepherd's pie thrown at me, literally, by an adult man. Um, I had a guy. For what? Uh, because he said it looked like dog food. Uh, we were full from scratch. <laughs> Gastrobucket. Dude, I fucked that guy. Like, I, I seriously, there was a big part of me that's like, you know rural like kind of country kid i'm like oh you know what happens when you do that you get your ass beat dude and i didn't because i'm an adult now ish (laughs) and uh i the the bathroom horror stories i mean i had a guy tell me it was it was actually one of my favorite lines i uh i i went to his table and his wife they were they were uh i don't want to say they were drunk they'd had too much right uh, and, and we were like, we had, uh, done the thing where you like on the sly stop service. Yeah. They ordered another round and waters came and Hey, the bar's a little backed up. Here's your fucking tab. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's smooth. I walk up. I never knew that's what was happening to me. <laughs> I walk up and she's like, how am I supposed to wipe my ass? I'm like, I don't have the answer to that <laughs> question. And the guy is like, I bet you couldn't. And he has like the super British accent. He's like, I bet you couldn't even afford a proper pair of, of cufflinks for your shirt. So I had to wear like a button down and khakis and shit. Jesus. I fucking owned the place. I was a partner in the fucking place. <laughs> and so I just like reach into my pocket. And I pull out my business card. And I'm like, I think you guys will have a better night's <laughs> and like nice i walk in back and just start rage punching the water heater because like that was the only thing that i could do and i'm like i fucking hate this place and like so my my wife worked there too we, we broke the golden rule that's how we met um and like the horror stories for her like working cocktail at this place i, I it, 
awful. Yeah. So you come back to Nebraska and like I'm I'm afraid like people walk in and like oh god I'm gonna get yelled at I'm gonna get yelled at like did you wear cufflinks for the first month just to make sure <laughs> uh, full bow tie cover bun actually like tails on my coat um, I greeted every person with a twirling baton and a silver platter of samples uh, no it was it was crazy like people were nice to me and I'm like what the fuck is this like what what happened. Like, where, oh, I forgot, I'm back in Nebraska. Right. Like, oh, you're just a normal, nice person. I, I know the dude was a dick, <laughs> but that's a hell of an insult. I bet you, you don't couldn't even, even cuff that's, that's what he can like, that's the best he could come up with. And then, like, the thing that pissed <laughs> me off. He looked you up and down. And the, the thing that pissed me I off the it. most about it was, like, his wife was there because one of our regulars who came in all the time, like, told them to, like, come in. And I found out what they both did for a living. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait the fucking minute now. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm not trying to have that, like, classist attitude here. But, like, if I can't, you sure as fuck can, <laughs> asshole. I don't have any cufflinks. No? I feel like it is a sign of my poorness. Oh. The only ones I have are because of a uh, groomsman gift. Mm. But they are monogrammed. Nice. I don't know if that's classy or... or uh, it's a little cheesy. Cheesy, that's yeah. the word. A little corny. Oh, I am... I'm I'm, I'm, an, I'm an athlete. Uh, an elite athlete. You look at... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I, uh, I, I've, I've got dual uh, hamstring pants right now. <laughs> at the <sighs> same time. These are... Yeah. The, the, where these chairs hit on your leg... Not great. Not great. No. Dude, if I've gotten to the age that a chair sends me into, like, muscle cramping, like, just put me out to pasture and put me down. <laughs> like, I... Oh, boy. I mean, you're a class of 2000. That's barely the odds. You were super old when Y2K happened. I was 18. Super well, I was, old. I was 17. I was super 17 old. years old. Yeah, I can tell you exactly what I was doing when Y2K happened off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I was there. But I was eight, seven. Oh, you're both young for your grade. Yep, I hey. too am young for my grade. Well, yeah, I know you. Salvi's birthday. Salvi's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Colby, what what birth month are you? He's gonna say June, July. Oh, oh shit. Um, are you are you okay? <laughs> he's fucked up. I think he said. He's, I think he said he's fine. His hamstrings. I, I, I saw an F word. I think his, he's fine. His hamstrings oh, are good. <laughs> Do you want? I, I don't know if a shorter chair is better or if standing's better. Or... I think I'm going to stand, really when, like I can, stand. when I can get when vertical. When you can stand? I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Neanderthal okay. pose here okay. for a few minutes. Uh, um, what was your... I, I don't mean to talk to you while you're in pain. No, you have movable microphones. This yeah, is actually yeah, yeah. fine. Well, no, they I'm, might I'm, stay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not in pain when I'm like Quasimodoed over. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, we're, See, we're Disney good. Disney references I can get. If you're telling me it's a book reference, I don't get it so much. But Disney references I can get. All right, all right, all right. I, you know. Um, okay, so your original Pulpagogo was what? Raspberry? Uh, raspberry, blueberry, and uh, blackberry. Blackberry. Triple berry. All the berries. Um, we had that on our last episode. Did you talk shit on it? A little bit we did. Okay. A little bit we did. Oh, I thought right. it was my Bovaden. Was it? We do opposite every time. That's true. Now. Okay, only I talk shit on it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought. I I, I thought. 
Well, here's the thing. If, if I thought poorly of it, I would have just told you because I don't care. You just, you just poured a third variant of your Pulpa Go-Go, and yes. I see foam at the top. He did yes. a bad pour. No, no, no. You remember when we poured that one? Oh, yeah. Completely flat. That's right. Uh, not, not, uh, an, not a single bubble to be found. I, I, well, now look at the, look at that. See, it's all I did a good pour. It's all I'm not hunched No, over. but you've got bubbles sitting on top. I'm telling you, it looked like I poured yeah. Kool Aid. No, he's right about that. I remember that. Uh, so we didn't roll it. It was not. <laughs> didn't roll it, it. It, it was not still. Uh, but yeah, so we that <laughs> we were uh, we were struggling with. So there there was a round of about four cases that were actually overcarbonated. And we couldn't get the beer to go into package because of it. We we were bouncing back and forth with carb levels, trying to find it dialed. And then when we got to where it was packaged at, all of us on the line were super happy with it. Mm-hmm. I think it drank the best. You need uh, more? No. Of the about 50 levels that we tried, uh, going back and forth, kind of resurfing it. And we were super into it. Now, uh, because there's so much fruit puree, if you, like, slow pour it, yeah, nothing's going to break yeah, out. Yeah, um, Same thing with these. Like, you, if you get an aggressive pour, it'll break out. And, and we still have uh, a couple of those, like, low-fill cans, which by and large should have less carbonation uh, of the berries and yeah, when we pour them out, like if you if you pour them like a Belgian, there yeah, there's nothing there, and if you pour them aggressive, there's a big foamy, pillowy head. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> belabor the point. I want to do this the show like this, too. Um, because what, what I'm trying to say is these other two are not like that, right? Yeah. Well, and I really like the the, the first one, the pineapple first one, yeah. uh, guava. Uh, no, that is uh, that is our pina colada. That is uh, pineapple, and uh, hang on, what's the next ingredient on the list? Well, you have the don't don't tell me no coconut, no, and mango, guava, pineapple, oh, pink guava, guava coconut. No. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I don't I don't know which is which at this point, but the other one also has guava. So no matter what. I'm correct. So the first one that was the second, uh, was the second one had like the first one was the pina colada one. Yeah. So uh, if we're talking like ratio, it's fourteen to one um, guava or uh, uh, pineapple to guava. Okay. So we we basically it's like the guava's not even there. Well, I say all the time. I think I said it then. I don't know what a guava. Tastes I don't like, either. So. See, that's kind of the challenge with these two is uh, guava and uh, even mangoes. Like, mangoes can be a little bit peppery, you know, but, like, it, it, they're pretty delicate flavors. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. I've had a mango, like, one thumb purpose. You, and I, I thought the, I, the I, rest I, of the times you were duped <laughs> into eating that mango. <laughs> Dang it, you got me again. Damn mango, um, man. No, it would just, just show up in things. Like, I ordered salmon. Oh, look, there's mango. Um, so oh, I fucking hate guys to do that. That, that order salmon? No, no, no. The fruit salsa on fish. Oh, 
like in fish tacos. Salmon and mango? Yeah, it's always like mango, and then there's like a shitload of cilantro, a little bit of red onion, fresh lime, hey, right? Am you I, know am me. I, knowing it. You yeah, know I me know. on cilantro. It's out. less. It's less. super played out. And Way Honestly, less. it does nothing for the fish. Like the acetic side. Uh, no, no, no. I, di- I, I digress. Please digress. because No, people think they need to dress up their fish because it's too fishy or whatever. Just eat the fucking fish. I or, agree. Or or. Or don't get, get a fish. Or source a better fish. Oh, see? There you or go. Or have better cooks that can hit temperature marks other than fucking leather. I'm with you, man. There's a proper way to eat Look, things. That, that's why the last time I made salmon, I sous vide it. You know, just to make sure I hit my temperature. Good. Does that sound like I know what it's talking about? I did. Sous vide? No, I don't. There's a there's an internet group that uh, I have like got into. Ooh, uh, I love that we stumbled into something on this. I, I have gotten into multiple heated conversations about sous vide. So uh, w- w- when I was I, I went to college for culinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh shit, that's when, awesome. Uh, when when I was at what's school- the best kind of pizza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your take on jalapeno poppers? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they're, they're fucking good. They're fucking good. Like, that's the same. Like, what's the best kind of pizza? I'm like, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some, like, Nepalese, like, amazing, like, traditional, but, like, in, in Lincoln, give me, like, and I know it's hardly traditional pizza, but give me, like, the Francois from from Yaya's. Okay. <laughs> no, hang on. Just, okay. You awesome. brought us this, this Saison from the woods of Belgium that, that was yeah. made in an old schoolhouse or something like that, but... Pizza, you're like, I don't know, just give me the barbecue chicken one. Mr. No, Culinary. No, 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 He did no, not no, say no. barbecue chicken. I don't know what the no. Francois is. It, it's like... Uh, but all of them at Yaya's are weird. Yeah, in a good way. Uh, it's like blue cheese, uh, toasted walnuts, and a little bit of like uh, olive oil drizzle. It's like more a ganache than a pizza, but mm. fucking incredible. Like, it's it, that in the Atlantic. They're like uh, chicken, broccoli, potato, bacon one. Uh, it, they're incredible. The green pesto. Uh, I know I, I said this about the, funny enough, about the Saison from Belgium, too. I think it was when we were not recording. But I would never order that. And you talk about chicken, potato, whatever on a pizza. I would never order that. So I, was uh, always, I would always order anything. I, I would eat it, but I would never order it. I, I, I realized this, like, early in my cooking career. If you go to a restaurant and there's something weird on that menu, there is a reason that it is on that menu. Like, if you see chicken Alfredo on that menu, it's because there was either a corporate mandate that they put mm-hmm. some, some like, numeric, you know, value of dishes on there. They had some cross-utilization, or they just have no soul. But, like, if you go to, like, Sebastian's Table and, like, the octopus. It's the peanut butter and jelly <sighs> wings theory. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are these here? I, I, read, I don't know, yeah. but I want... I remember I, reading that in my sociology. <laughs> I yeah. should eat these because there has to be a reason they exist, right? <laughs> and sure enough, they're fucking awesome. They're great. Yeah, well, it's. I, I think uh, Single Barrel has, like, a PB&J pork chop or something like that. Ooh. Yep. Like, I, it, I've had that. It, it's that thing, like, if there's something weird on a menu, it's there for a reason. I love that. That's a great theory. I love because, that theory. Well, I mean, I, I, I should say, so long as it's like, uh, like if you go to Applebee's, you get within what you deserve. Re- within reason, you know. Okay. Like, but if you go to, like, if you go to a uh, a, a nice local place, a small, I, I, like, 
it's it's there for a reason. Like uh, Stir Twenty Two, the like red stat, uh, red snapper stew thing that they do. Right. Like I remember seeing it and being like, oh, those aren't things that I would normally order. I will take that because yeah. it is there for a reason, and, and it's, it, it's fucking a good choice. incredible. See, I went through twenty two. Let the restaurant just con- no, let the I, restaurant just take you where again, they want to take you. Absolutely, but I like I need you to hold my hand and take me there. Like I need you to say, mm. order this. Well, sometimes they put a box on the menu because that okay. draws the okay. eye yeah. or something. I don't know. No, like I my my example is when I went it was the the first time as an adult having sushi, right? And went to Blue downtown with my wife, and they found out that neither of us had had sushi, so they just started bringing us stuff because nice. they wanted to, yeah. they wanted us to experience that. They wanted us to get away from the California roll, yeah. and and yeah, experience yeah. something. So they brought out this. I mean, it was a chunk of fish soaked in in squid ink, and like it was fantastic. Yeah, it was incredible. Whatever it was, it was incredible, and it was. It was I would never order just a, a hunk of raw fish unless you give it to me and say you need to eat this. So that's what I need is I need someone to endorse it. Okay. That's yeah. not that bad. No, I mean, that's fair. But next time you're there, uni. They don't always have it. Mm. It's the the sea urchin. Okay. Uh, Again, yeah. I, I mean, would be terrified to order that without every, wood. Every single sushi restaurant I've gone into, like, if it's on the menu, that gets ordered. And, really? Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, it's, like, uh, apparently incredibly hard to source, especially the more inland you are. So... Uh, we're fairly in it. <laughs> maybe one out of five times I've ordered it, they've had it. But I'll tell you what, man. Uh, it's like getting the little baby in the king cake when they have it. Yeah? Yeah. You don't eat the baby, though. No, but you win. <laughs> That's the thing. But you win. So what's your opinion on a sous vide? They're for caterers, and caterers can't cook. Wow. Oh! Wow. Uh, it's, okay, so... Um, you use those a lot because they're they're super functional if you're doing banquet, right? Yeah, you they, you they, have they cater to your needs. Well, it's that they need to get 200 plates out in a matter of like five minutes, and so you there is like I used to pride myself on running a grill, like I I could I could turn and burn with the best of them, but you, you can't do banquet, you know, like sure. it's just it's sure. not feasible. And so they they make total sense, but like there's this like uh, there's like this very arrogant uh, culinary thing where like uh, you know those those who can't cook cater sure, is sure. It, because you have all day to prep right, and it's, <laughs> it's more the culinary it's, version of a gym teacher. Well, <laughs> I think what it is it's it's score uh, rock reference. It's it's. Uh, those who can't fucking teach, love that movie. Teach. It's Jim. The, the 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 caterers of the world. What they actually tend to be is people who can plan very well in ahead, and like they're they're much more akin to like bakers than line cooks uh, who have you know grown into this role as, as uh, you know sous and, and chefs. And that's changed a lot too. When I when I came up in culinary, it was a it, it was very much the Anthony Bourdain, Kitchen Confidential, self-destructive. I didn't get up until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I had my first beer at about 2.45 in the afternoon. Yeah. Like bands. I smoked, yeah, I smoked like two packs of cigarettes and a day. And when I got off work, we all sat around the, I mean, we screamed every, I, like, I could swear in Spanish probably better than most fluent Spanish speakers can. And 
then we would all get off, you know, work together and sit down and we were all best friends again and we'd get blackout drunk and do it all again the next day. And like, that's what, that's what working on a line was. So of course we were like, you know, we were the, uh, the broke down rank and file. So we had to shit on somebody. So caterers <laughs> got it. Restaurant culture. I'm into it. Yeah. 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 You yeah, notice yeah. how he just real subtly there took down bakers too. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What the hell? No, no, no. What the hell? I have an immense amount of respect for bakers, but I think bakers are much more, uh, they're, they're scientists and like, yeah, again, first day of culinary school, uh, uh, bakers are born. I can teach any idiot to cook. And so, like, what line are you standing in? And I was in the any idiot stuff <laughs> line, you know? What drove you to culinary school? Um, like a Mazda? Or? <laughs> a, a Jeep, okay. actually. Right, uh, cool, next question. Yep, yep. Uh, a, a Jeep Wrangler from Lincoln, Nebraska to Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Providence. Uh, wow. uh, biggest little state in the union. Dumb and Dumber reference? Eh, it's gotta Me, be myself, and Irene. Got to be something there. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, all the Fairly Mo- uh, Brothers movies were... were uh, Providence. Yeah, and I, I will argue that... Me, one, myself, and Irene. I haven't watched that in a while. I need to go back and watch that. Uh, outside Providence. Have you seen that? No. Oh, have you seen that? No. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever heard of Are that. Are you serious? Oh, that it's was... It's a Fairly was, Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was supposed to be their, like, coming-of-age story. So Alec Baldwin is the dad in it. And so... This is fairly recent? 99. Oh, okay. So the uh, the the crux of the story is they're, they're from Cranston, which is, a, uh, like, a very blue-collar working-class area just uh, in, in the Providence metro, where Harry and Lloyd were from, Cranston. Mm-hmm. Freda Felcher from Freda Cranston. Felcher from Cranston. Oh yeah. Um, Send her a John Deere letter. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about you and Freda, Mister French Tickler. <laughs> so, so anyway. come on. You, you had me at the John Deere letter, but you lost me at that one. Unbelievable. So, uh, so anyway. Uh, Alec Baldwin, father, uh, his wife, mother to his two sons, passes away. Uh, one son is in a wheelchair due to a uh, freak football accident that had him fall off of the roof of the house. Um, the son is the oldest son is uh, in high school. His best friend is a guy whose name is Drugs, Drugs Delaney, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his dad exclusively. His dad exclusively refers to him as Dildo, Dildo Dumpy. And so <laughs> what is this movie called? Outside, Outside Providence? Providence. And one of the best scenes in the whole thing is that George went from uh, uh, Cheers. Is the, the, all the Southie dads, or, or I guess Cranston dads, are they're playing poker every Friday night. And Dildo Drugs and the guys are going out. And Georgie, the little brother, is with them. And they he bumps into to Dildo. And a bong falls out of his jacket. And his dad's like, hey, Dildo, what's that? And the only person at the table who knows what it is the, of the adults is George Wynn. And he's like, oh, it's a horn, Dad. <laughs> and so George Wynn looks over at him. He's like, oh, then why don't you play me a tune, Satchmo? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the girl, Amy Smart. Classic 1999. Uh, yep. Classic 90, 1999. 
Yeah, it, it's a it's it's a great movie, and then like Alec Alec Baldwin keeps trying to give these like coming of age moments of wisdom, but in only a way that like. A father from Cranston can. Oh, Richard, Richard Jenkins is in this. Let's go. He he goes up to to his son when he's like trying to put on his tie for his first date, and he's like, "All right, dildo, making the sex. It's like Chinese dinner. It ain't over till you both get your cookies." Okay. <laughs> I'm watching this. this <laughs> sounds incredible. I did not know that that was a, the uh, the Fairley Brothers trope. Everything was. In Rhode Island or whatever, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I think they're. From, I'm assuming they're from there. It's fair. Providence. I don't Providence. know. Providence. I mean, there's effectively two towns there. So these Pulpa Gogos. Oh. Well, mine's gone. You've got a lot to go, but mine's gone. Um. They remind me, just kind of in in the the heavy heavy mouthfeel of the the boiler mimosa gozas. You know the pulpiness of them, but they don't have is the salt mm-hmm. that that those have. But otherwise, um, I'm and, chewing it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I remember the first time Connor, you and I had the mimosa goza. Dane Patton brought it in to this podcast, and it was like it was just a brand new experience. You know, I had never had a beer yeah. like that. Um, but I don't like. There's there's certainly a part that of these that reminds me of those. And yeah, they they, yeah. they they leave uh, a nice film on the on the glass there. So. Yeah, I've been trying to rinse my mom. <laughs> you, you popped one of the pilsners to to rinse that. We do have a Coligan out there if, if you'd prefer not to use beer for yeah, that we're purpose. Big, we're big but... league. Oh, no, I don't we got a Coligan. You're good. You're good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I plan on drinking. <laughs> Nobody uses the hot water. Use the hot water. Yeah, like who? I, I mean, like, is there like minute. one guy in the office with a cup of noodles that like Earl Grey tea? Motherfucker drinks tea all the time. Do you drink coffee? Yeah. Oh, you do what? Like mornings with coffee and tea in it's the afternoon? Just whatever I'm feeling. You yeah. know, I go, I go back and forth. He needs a hot drink. I don't need any hot drinks. I, I, this motherfucker drinks iced tea. I I, I drink iced tea. I, I love iced tea. I uh, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee. In fact, I had a I, I had a double shot of espresso before I came here. Beer guys are coffee guys. The well, yeah, the ratio there early. is like. Very close. Yeah, we we get up early, um, so like I I think they kind of go hand in hand, you know. Um, and coffee, especially like the rise of craft coffee, has also there, there's like an honesty and purity to it because like while beer has gone to these crazy extremes with like fruit and flavors and adjuncts this and is barrels, the, the new road that hasn't been taken yet. Yeah, yeah. And, and coffee is like single origin like this geisha grew under this like three trees in this one like downwind mountain pass and so that's why it's the best on earth yeah and and so i think that there is something to like the average brewer who's like oh it's it's very uh um maybe nostalgic of brewing sure past, you know? if yeah. i were to get into coffee i would be getting in it for those reasons just like I, this seems cool and interesting and i want to kind of get into it okay but and and as a coffee drinker that all makes sense but as a coffee roaster purveyor you know like i don't how much credit do you get to take for 
the way the bean was grown, there, where the bean was grown. So uh, one of our brewers from uh, a couple years ago, a guy named Sam uh, Bates, his, uh, I, and I'm gonna, I'm going to throw like a completely uh, shameless plug for him. He, he's working at a brewery called Bear Bottle in uh, California right now. It's an incredible brewery. He got an internship at Canteon, and so he is going to be uh, helping produce some of the, well, he is going to help produce the best Lambic in the world uh, at a brewery that's, like, family-owned with no one who works. I, it's fucking amazing, and I will put it on my resume, if ever needed, <laughs> that one of the brewers who worked for us one time a long time ago worked at Canteon, too. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, he um, he was a big, big talker. And so he got us to go over to Cultiva, and they do, like, what's called cupping, which is uh, they have a very specific temperature, and I have no idea what it is. And they roast beans, and there's, like, a a timing art to, like, roasting beans. Uh, They would get them to an exact point, like, within a degree, and they would go a couple of degrees up and do it again and again and again and again. And the range of flavor you could get from that coffee, like, when we were... We were drinking beans that were, like, still closed. Like, they hadn't roasted to a point of even cracking open. Like, you could get, like, fruity pebbles out of it. It was so fruity really? and bright. And, yeah, it was nuts. So you're basically doing, like, a, like a flight of the... Yeah, all from the, the same. of the same coffee. Yeah, huh. And, like, and, of course, like, these people Vertical. Who, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and these people <laughs> who understand it are, like, at this, at this, the, like, you know, this is the high watermark of what this bean can be. And so this is how we roast it. And so I, I there, there's a huge craft there. Like okay. it's okay. it's crazy. I, I disrespected them without knowing. I just kind of figured you throw how, them all in the oven, you roast the beans. How could you know? Yeah. Like I had I had no idea until we went there, and they like you know they take like a you, you take a spoon and and literally it's like sipping off of a spoon, but like you could walk down the thing and it one end of it tasted like I mean it tasted like a a fruit botanical tea almost to like roasted heavy roasted coffee and it was it wasn't a crazy uh time temperature differential from one year to the other weird we gotta have vince back on from uh coffee oh yeah Yeah. he he mentioned an interest at one point and it 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 fell off the off the radar a little bit hey whatever happened to that guy darren remember him darren lives in colorado that guy is great. Yeah. We should have him on again. He's like Carlos O'Kelly. I don't remember. He's like Irish and Mexican. I, I don't remember, but he he reached out to us a couple days ago or made fun of one of us a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, Darren. <laughs> that was awesome. That was a good podcast. Shout out, Darren. Yeah. Andrew was there, too, but especially shout out, Darren. Andrew was there because Andrew is, but Andrew's been on like three or four times now. But shout out, I mean, shout out, Andrew. Yeah, but what, like... <laughs> I remember that guy. That was that was a memorable podcast. Good, I'm think, glad. He thinks we're funny, which I appreciate. Darren does. Yeah, Darren thinks we're funny. Darren bar is really low. I don't. I don't know Darren. I he lives in Colorado. I don't really. Either. You, didn't, you didn't run into him. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I lived out there. I know Darren. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, he's really into cufflinks. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jack him in the face. <laughs> Uh-oh, are we doing the uh, big boys? We are on to the big boys. If I said I had to pee again, would you guys make fun of me? 
No, I it's, have apparently a childlike bladder as well because I could use the bathroom, but I'm sure Mark is just I going to set over here. I have not felt it yet. It's really not like a, it's not like I have to go now thing. It's like I just want to go before I feel uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, have you ever been like going down the interstate and you're like, it's going to happen. The, the next exit is Big Spring. I've got like a quarter oh. of it. I've got a quarter of a tank. Yeah. I could probably get to Sterling, but like that it's, place is. It's, it's miles down the road. You're in trouble. Yeah, and like I kind of had to pee. I got a quarter. Like, <sighs> I was talking about this the other day. There's nothing. There's nothing in the eastern part of Colorado. It's just like, I mean, desolate wasteland. No, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. There, there was like one gas station there. Yeah. Uh, so in between uh, Fart Morgan and yes, that is the official name of that fucking stinky little hellhole. Nice. And it's just east of Denver, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I think it's a uh, hundred miles east of Denver, and then you have Sterling, and literally there is there's one gas station. And so you have to decide early if you're going to fill up. Oh, you got to you got to decide in North Platte. Well, no, like, so you, no, so you, you you use your noodle and you go. I'm stopping in Big Spring because that's actually a great gas station, super clean, like great, has all the crap that you want. Um, because. Hell or high water, I am not fucking stopping in Fort Morgan. Nope. Like not I, stopping again. I made the mistake one time, and there's two exits. There's like an east and a west, and I stopped at the wrong one. <laughs> and I got out, and my daughter, my oldest, was like maybe six months old. My wife was in the car, and I got out, and me, I have a really weak gag reflex, and so they they uh, they refined sugar there, which apparently mm. uh, it has to pass through. Uh, a digestive track for it to be processed because it smells exactly like you stuck your head up a hog's ass. And I am full-blown dry heat. Oh, no. And I just... Just from getting out of the car? Yes. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like doing the, I'm doing the confused, like, hands in the air, like, oh, my God, I got to go... <laughs> and I know that there is, like, I have passed... The other exit, and there is nothing until like Kingsburg, which yeah, is like yeah. ninety miles away. And so I'm doing the full, uh, uh, and I like go to open the door, and she locked the door uh, because she had the car off, windows up, and was semi insulated from it. And she had her jacket; it was in the middle of the winter, like pulled over her head. <laughs> She's like, "You're you're already dead. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to save myself." Okay. Oh yeah, no. I, I I was Jack in the water, and she's Rose floating on a door. Yep. Yep. And no and our, but here. in fairness, we we had a six year old, and like that, or six month old, and like that is that 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 is not uh, that's not the fire and brimstone you want to bring. I mean, that's how you end up with Bane as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in this. <laughs> so. Yeah, I it, like. I think I put like eight gallons, and I had like a. Uh, I was. I, I had, had a, to cut it off early. I had a '99 Land Cruiser, and like those things just suck gas. It was like 12 miles to a gallon, and I like did the quick math. I'm like, eight, eight gallons will get me to dinner. <laughs> and the second it was done, like slam it in, wow. you know. Oh my god! And then I drove like 55. I'm like, I might have undershot it, but I don't care. Like you can't get that smell off. Like it's, it's that, and then Greeley, Greeley. Every time it's going to storm in Denver, it smells like shit because the wind's blowing in from Greeley. Hmm. Hmm. Factoid of the day. 
What did Greeley do? I got to pee. We gotta Cattle. St- we got to either Cattle. stop yeah. or I got to pee. It, it happened. We can, fast. We can stop. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll we stop. wanted to pee, too. Yeah. All right. Here's more music. Here's the deal. I'm rolling. So, we're back. And I just want... I tried to do this on the day job the other day, but... I just, I just felt like it fell on deaf ears a little bit. Well, speak to these ears, Connor. Brian Gosling is probably like the most underappreciated actor like ever. People are just like, oh, yeah, Ryan Gosling, of course. He's that weird guy, hot guy. He just plays all the hot guy yeah, roles. He's one of the Ryans. He's the guy who got burnt in, in, uh, in Remember the Titans. I'm like, no. Here's the deal. There's some nuance to this guy. I didn't even know he was in that movie. What? I saw that in the theater, too. Remember the Titans? Yeah. He's a defensive back. Yeah, he got burnt a lot. It happened. Oh, I thought you meant physically burnt. No, he just... <laughs> not. Okay. Yeah, he got yeah, He burnt. was not the one in the car crash. Okay. So, uh, not not good with press coverage. No. No. People were running right by him. Uh, personal favorite, Place Beyond the Pines. You guys have ever seen that movie? Nope. If never, you haven't, never you heard should. Of it. What's it about? It's very good. Okay. Um, it's it's like a two part movie basically. The first oh, is that the one with that you were talking about. The first half is following the story of Ryan Gosling and his uh, late love interest, uh, Eva Mendes. Amy, Amy Smart. And then. In the middle, they kind of meet, and Bradley Cooper shows up, and then the rest of the movie is about Bradley Cooper. It's kind of interesting. He was in La La Land. He was in La La Land. Gosling. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie. I never saw it. I fucking hate that movie, though, because they didn't end up together. Mm. Like, it really just felt like a pointless movie. I never oh, saw just, it. Oh, I... Fucking, I like. I don't. I I, I do like a you know musical rom com whatever. Like I, I don't have the feels for it. And then like when he's playing at the jazz club and she walks in with her new husband, like fuck that. <laughs> that like who wrote that? Like right. what? What yeah. music hating yeah. broken person wrote that? They just want to kill you. They just want to like murder you. The guys. theme pointed, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Like no, it was awful. Like I I sat through that movie and thoroughly enjoyed it only to have the end be like yep. and then he died in a car accident that's what happened and in, everybody's uh, sad that's what happened in friday night lights the movie they didn't win oh they didn't win everybody wanted to win they overcome all this adversity and they didn't win hey but you know in the tv series a band give a fuck about the tv series wow. well, I, I don't know fuck all about it but a band uh called explosions in the sky oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah well they do they do the soundtrack of the movie oh okay so it yeah. was a movie yeah uh-huh. yeah i i got drugged to see them live one time by a roommate and dude I'm that like, shit would be like that shit would be on if i wanted to like it, when you were listening to Whatever that Dave Matthews song and your or the, the, Creed, the Creed song and your AirPods or your whatever. Yes, I had AirPods. Yeah, it's explosions in the sky, dude. I, I mean, it's Back like in the this. Day. 
yeah, the, uh, no lyrics. That's all instrumental. We've talked uh, about this on the pod. Explosions in the sky. Yes. Yeah, I I saw him live. I like I said, I I went to the show and about midway through the drive, going down Sixth Avenue in, in, in Denver, my my roommate at the time, David Deister, is like, oh, and by the way, this is an instrumental band. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm gonna have to stand there for an hour and a half. <laughs> type in type in your hand in mine, explosions in the sky, and basically, I used the the letter U for ninety minutes when I went. <laughs> it's it's long. It takes some time to develop. You can move you want, like two and a half minutes in if you want to, but like it's, it's it, so good. It just gets you going. This is Friday Night Lights soundtrack. The movie. Yep. The movie. Never saw the, I probably saw the movie. It's a great movie. It's it's one of my favorites. I'm sure I saw the movie, but it, like that and like but varsity me blues, I'll just kind of blend it, together. It pissed me off at the win. At the end, they didn't win. Permian did not win. Mojo. You've heard this. Let's give it a head. Sure. Is this the open? Like you don't show? you don't feel that right now? It's it's like this swelling atmospheric instrumental. Like yeah. it, it just builds and builds and builds and it comes to these like crazy crescendos. But then it's like a, a a very modern take on like classical conducting. It's it's so good. It's like listening. I mean, like it, it, it's uh, somewhat like what modern alt uh, that was influenced by jazz is, right? Because like John Coltrane never sang anything, but Cold it doesn't play. mean Coldplay. It's Coldplay. Was that what you're saying? It's a, that's no. what it sounds like you're saying. No, I said John it, Coltrane it, never sang anything. Kind of Coldplay-ish. You said modern. You said modern alt influenced by jazz, and what I what I heard was Coldplay. No, <laughs> um, it is a little Coldplay. It is a little Coldplay. Um, what I would say is, oh. Like, <laughs> but I mean, really, like, he, he, made, he, he made 15 <laughs> seconds of I'm standing outside in Fort Morgan face. <laughs> I thought he's, I thought he's like joking or something. Fuck Coldplay. Cold Cold Fuck Coldplay. I mean, did you see the fuck, did you, no? Did you see the halftime show that they put on? I, tell yeah, me that it was Chris a farce. Ma- tell me that Chris Martin is not the most punchable person on earth. He's like, he's like staying, except there's no Stuart Copeland behind him that's actually writing great music. That was a farce. I actually, I, I don't mind Coldplay. I like Coldplay. I think you were defending them leading up to that Super Bowl, right? Or yeah, I, I, if I they're, remember right, because they're. Well, I mean, well, people well, were like, oh. Coldplay. Well, yeah, per- people were like, no, it's Coldplay. an easy take. But but here's right. the thing. <laughs> but like, the thing that people don't realize is that they're wildly they're wildly popular with who? very very fans. Yeah, radio well, program great. directors. Yeah, but I mean that's fucking grand. So when I when I uh, I'm not saying that's the reason why I like them. I'm saying that's why they're a good play at the Super Bowl. I- I said radio program directors, not thinking not about this that, one. that you are a radio program not, director. Not this I didn't, radio I didn't program mean it. director. I meant in general, yeah. FM radio music program director. Not us in this uh, in this realm. I mean, that's fair, but like, what happened? Like the last great 
NFL halftime show. And I, I'm I'm pulling myself out of my fandom. <clears throat> Two thousand six, the worst Super Bowl that's happened in my lifetime. Prince played. Yeah, that's that, that was that long ago? Yeah, that was yeah. the first one that came to my mind. Now, here's the thing that was great about that. So the Foo Fighters, a year ish before that, reached out to Prince and they're like, Hey, we've been jamming on Darling Nick and we want to cover it. And Prince went, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so then, like, this bootleg live, like, not, uh, unmasked. I don't know if it was live, if it was, like, they recorded in, uh, you know, in their, like, home studio. It was never mastered. But this, like, real low-quality version of them playing it started, like, popping up in radio stations. So Prince goes and does the halftime show. And he's already told them, you know, no, you, you, you don't have the rights to my song. He has his set submitted to the NFL. Everything's, you know, as it's supposed to be, it's pouring rain, but it's Prince. So he's like, no, we actually play. Like, this isn't lip sync. This isn't anything like that. Like, we're going to do it. And they have the thing live mic like a true concert. And when he is supposed to cut into Purple Rain, he cuts into the best of you, which was the Foo Fighters single at that time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yep. awesome. I love pettiness. <laughs> and but here's the best part I love is like there, I, I saw an interview with Dave Grohl somewhere and he was like, you know, he, he's like I didn't watch it. But then like the next day they're like, did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show because Prince played your song? He's like, sick. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a total Dave Grohl reaction. It's a 100% Dave Grohl. <laughs> the Who performed at the halftime show? When was that? 2010? Yeah, it was 2010. Dude, it was terrible. What are the other ones? What are the other ones since then? Give me the last 10. Well, thanks, 2010. Okay, Gaga has a special place in my heart. Oh, Gaga did good. Yeah, you know why? She jumped out of the roof. My story (laughs) that I was going to tell you about Gutenberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, The time traveling began began right about a halftime show. So, uh, (laughs) go ahead. The floor is yours. I I got a 20-liter keg of Gutenberg. Um, for some friends, my wife and I, for that Super Bowl party. And going into halftime, it was, what, 21-3? And uh, the problem that what we Super had... What Super Bowl was that? Who was playing in that Falcons-Patriots. 28-3. 28. Well, no, it, it no, got no, no. as that, bad that as was, 28-3. No, that, that's that was, what I'm saying. It, it's yeah, yeah, but I believe it was halftime. It was 21-3. So... Um, so we get this keg of Gutenberg. It's going to be for, you know, we have apps out. We have all this bullshit out. Uh, in, in the Patriots, in like, it was one of those games where like, it just felt like every time they got the ball, they just like, oh, pick six. Oh, like some, like the worst possible thing happens each time. And so it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like pacing the floor and, and, uh, so anyway, the, the the keg that we got, um, I had tapped it a couple of times, and it's a key keg, right? Like the plastic, tra- plastic travelable kind. In uh, one of the coupling posts broke, so it's three quarters full. I think it was thirty liters, so it's you know setting twenty two ish liters in this. I mean, it's a shitload of beer, and there's four of us, and we have no way of tapping it. So I. Before the game, before kickoff, I grab a knife and I oh. cut a big triangle into the key keg. 
and we're just pouring it into uh we have these like octagonal like 28 ounce like iced tea glasses <laughs> and i'm a nervous drinker like i'm pacing the floor and i'm just i mean slamming this back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and it's what eight percent something like that yeah eight percent uh so anyway go into halftime and I watch the the show, and I'm just like you know, flipping every inanimate object in my house off, mm-hmm. and naturally, yeah. But the thing is, like, there had always been a villain in previous losses, right? Like fucking Mario Manningham, like this fucking David Tyree. Well, no, it was like there was no miracle play. There was no not like they just they played like shit. Like they deserved to be where they were. Mm-hmm. You're your own enemy. Yeah, and so, like, I couldn't even be mad. I'm like, well, you know, Julio Jones probably should go to Super Bowl because he's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and so I'm, like, pacing the floor, just slamming these things back. And all of a sudden, 28-3, and fuck, and then it's 28-10, and Dante Hightower uh, uh, has a clutch sack when they're in field goal range. And, you know... It, it it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and, and I lost track of time. Uh, the space time continuum was broken. <laughs> um, at about twenty eight seventeen, I believe. Uh, at twenty eight twenty eight, from um, people who have retold the story, I started doing the Humpty dance in my kitchen, uh, wearing nothing. Uh, well, I mean, like uh, not n- no nothing on my feet other than socks. I was fully clothed otherwise. Uh, and I, the, I did it hard enough that the first thing to hit the ground was the back of my head. And uh, I apparently spun around, poured myself two more Gutenbergs, <laughs> and mildly <laughs> concussed. Got to numb that pain. Watched, uh, you know, uh, watched James White roll in for the game winner. And uh, I didn't remember any of it. And I woke up the next day incredibly hungover, incredibly depressed. Oh. Because you thought you had lost. Yep. And uh, it also happened to be, uh, you know, a Monday, which we have orders going out, and um, the other guys that we were working with wanted the days off, so we, and at the time we were closed on Monday, so I, like, sulked my way down <laughs> to the brewery, and, like, I had to get up before my wife had... And, like, I'm trying to replay the night before, and all I see is a keg of Gutenberg with about, you know, four inches of liquid in the bottom. I'm like, oh, Jesus, we really got after it last night. Little did I know that it was just me. (laughs) And so I get down to the brewery. I'm like, man, my back hurts. My head hurts. I don't know what's going on. I get the orders out, and I'm like, you know, we got the kid at home. I'm just going to take a little nap on the couch. I lay down, I kick on kick on the TV, and I'm watching the Patriots parade. I'm like, what the fuck happened? That's incredible. Diehard Patriots fan. Found out they won the next day. In his drunken stupor. That's so great. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine blacking out and missing one of the Royals playoff games for (laughs) those two years. I could not imagine. I was just trying to, like, my only comparison is the wild card game where I fell asleep with them down. Yeah. um, And, you know, luckily luckily woke up in the middle of the night and found out they won. 
And your basement was flooding. And when my basement was flooding and I yeah. decided there's nothing I can do about this, let's check the score of that game. And I'm like, holy shit, they won. Um, but that's, that's not the next day yet. Right. That's in right. The, that's in yeah. The, yeah. That, yeah. Like, like, you, I can probably still turn on post-game at that point. You've experienced life like in between, <laughs> in between what you thought had happened and what actually you found out actually happened. Yeah, so, but there was also those moments of like, uh, you know, when you wake up and you probably uh, should not be operating a vehicle when you wake <laughs> up, right? Sure. One of those. So, like, am I lucid dreaming? <laughs> Is this all real? <laughs> what are the other uh, <clears throat> halftime oh, shows? Oh, since, since 2010? Good question. Uh, 2010 was The Who. 2011, <clears throat> The Black Eyed Peas with Usher and Slash. No bueno. 2012... Uh, Madonna, Cirque du Soleil, Nicki Minaj, M.I.A., Silo Green, nope. and a uh, drumline. Not good. I, I, I will say M.I.A. was pretty awesome in that one. I didn't know who they were, so it didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. All I want to do is... And take your money. All I want to do is have some fun? No. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. 2013, Beyonce. Special appearance from Destiny's Child. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It, it, Beyonce doesn't really do it for me, but I, I respect it. You know? 2014, Bruno Mars with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, people like that one. I do remember that. 2015, Katy Perry. Yeah, that yeah, was the shark one. But you know why this one was the best in this era? Shark. The sharks. M- Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Oh. Lenny Kravitz is there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2016 was Coldplay with Friends. Fuck that. Uh, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson, and Gustavo Dudamel. So Bruno Mars played like two out of five or two out of four? Uh, two out of three. I mean, Ooh. that has to be a record. Like I, I mean, Beyonce was two out of four, but Bruno was two out of three. Wow. Impressive. Then we had Gaga. Justin Timberlake, right? Then we had Justin. JT's the man. Then we had uh, shirtless Adam Lambert. Not Uh, Adam. What's his name? Bird 5. Thank you. Uh, And then. Like we all know. (laughs) You know. Adam Levine. Thank you. Thank you. I knew I was wrong. Adam Lambert is a different person. Right. Right. His name is Adam Lambert. Oh, him. Yeah. Shit. Okay. He's in the Adam Lambert band. (laughs) Adam Levine, thank you. Adam Devine. Then in 2020, Definitely. we had Shakira and J-Lo. That's yeah. right. Booty shaking. Oh, uh, that was the one that, like, all the, like... Uh, the olds yeah, hated. Yeah, that people were, like, calling the... I did, like, does the NFL have, like, an 800 number it, that they were calling or something? <laughs> the, the FCC. The FCC. The FCC. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, it, it's everybody who felt a little too excited after watching said, oh, shit, I can't let anybody know. I shouldn't yeah. have this. This is like, terrible. I shouldn't have this boner. Yeah, to which they're like, uh, let's turn on CSI Miami and like watch people get fucking butchered and oh, put no, in a barrel. The, uh, well, I the, the Rob Lowe Firefighter Show. That was on right after, right? Oh, yeah. Is that this year? <laughs> NFL. Austin, uh, something like that. I watched it. Tacoma FD? No, it wasn't Tacoma FD. <laughs> it was something else. F- it was like something, uh, I can't remember, Austin? Texas? Texas. Lone Star. You're getting closer. Uh, uh, I think Lone Star. Lone Star Fire. 
911 Lone Star. <laughs> like, who fucking greenlights this? Like, what? It was but, I mean, so bad. It was like, so bad. What? Like, who have they found? Like, I feel like this is like idiocracy where they found like the most marginal human being on earth and we're like, we're going to freeze him because he's the most average. Like, what? <laughs> what asshole who lives in this world of banal mediocrity is like, eh, people this, watch it. This is what the TV execs think that. Of, but, of people in America, but it's this is how TV. low they think of but, it. But it's network TV because if you go, and to it's even like, worse because of but, that. But if you go to like Netflix or like Hulu Originals, like we're we're, we're talking about things like uh, I mean, I'm not giving it was Showtime, but like you know, Homeland and and Orange is the New Black, and there's different shit. Silicon Valley, but yeah, and, that's not what uh, I meant to say. Uh, also, uh, not Netflix. Ozark. Ozark. Yeah, I, I, uh, the Handmaid's Tale. HBO's up for yeah, the Handmaid's Tale. Like these are incredible series, but like Succession. That's what I meant to say. Nice, but, that's a good one. But they're like fifty eh, fourth CSI spinoff. No, pe- people they they put that shit out there, and it's so weird because that's the TV thing. Like, if we, you told we me- we can't afford to take a chance on this because I was listening. I'm listening to that Office podcast. Yeah, 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 and. That was the whole theme of one of the episodes. It was like, nobody would take a chance on us because we were so different. Well, yeah, but then you, it's like, wow, that was that different? Yeah, but, and then everybody modeled their show after that. Yeah. And, after that. And now we've gone back to what it was in 2000, which was only fire and CSI shows. Yeah, but now you have CSI Appalachia where, like, the reoccurring theme is there are no dental records. <laughs> Down the health department. <laughs> nope. Call <Okay>. Skeeter. <laughs> we got another down here. Try again next time. I got teeth number one and 17. <laughs> one and 17. Is that anybody in your office? <laughs> that would absolutely be, absolutely be an episode <laughs> of CSI Appalachia. <laughs> he had too much Mountain Dew again. <laughs> Woo! Go DJ! <laughs> That's another like, <laughs> Mountain Dew mouth. Another Mountain Dew mouth. I like Crime Show Me Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I like it. It's actually just Dukes of Hazard written from Boss Hog's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an oral biography now, and we it wasn't nearly as comical from his perspective. <laughs> Hell raising Duke boys. CSI. I swear to God, I'm going to get them two points. Clung, clung. That's, <laughs> no, it's law and order. It's the last thing I do. Uh, whoa, we will. My bad. Don't spill another my stout bad. on the board. It's fine. <laughs> Let that happen at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not looking forward to um, if we replace this board. Lifting it up and seeing what's underneath. Oh, no. and I'm not just talking I don't about from that table. one instance. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought that was a church organ this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, this is the technology that keeps us alive. Remember when I said the ceiling tile is the most expensive thing in the office? I wasn't. It's this here church organ. I mean, in <laughs> fairness, there's a lot of, like, solid-state electronics in that. I bet that thing weighs, like, 200 pounds. Oh, it's a big-ass motherfucker. 
It's like, it's, it's like, is the whole back just a heat sh- shrink? <laughs> like, pop, pop the hood open. It gets, it gets a little. Well, I, my hand's covered in stout, kind of a paper what? towel. Thank you. I mean, no, like I, I love like vintage audio equipment, and I didn't realize. I, I, I literally just set up with like proper posture. And I don't saw know the what year on this one in particular was made. I know it was stopped being made in 1998. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm guessing the. Well, see, it's tough because it's almond and golden oak, which harkens to two periods. Uh, it could be uh, mid '90s. Ooh, it could be. Yeah, check under uh, the hood earlier. of that bastard. We got a. We got a lot of rainbow cord. The uh, Connor, I'm a little scared when when I put this down. Oh yeah. I know. This put is, it down this slow. This is a mistake. But uh, put it down slow. Yeah, it, you know, functional. I, you know what though that that thing will will be working in fifty years. I mean the 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 power supply to that is the size of a garden hose. Oh yeah, I would say this if we could get the, these were made for the long run. If, that, that's true. If there was anybody who worked on them or they still manufactured replacement parts, yes, it's like a car. Like it needs some maintenance every now and then. Shh. We, but there's got to be, I mean, like, there's vintage audio guys everywhere. In Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah. In fact, uh, I did a uh, an on-air with the, um, <clears throat> uh, can I say ESPN Radio? Absolutely. Okay. No. With, with As those if they guys. exist. Yeah. Uh, with, with those guys right over on Cornhusker? Right? Mm-hmm. Never yeah. heard of them. Uh, so the pro- I think the program director there, uh, he's like super into uh, like seventy silverback receivers and, and vintage audio, and so like he and I geeked out about like some, you know, pioneer nineteen eighty fours and some Marantz mm-hmm. receivers from like back in the day, and like that's what those look like on the inside. So, you know, you might have to cross the picket line, but he could he can tune you up. Or. We, we just buy something new. Yeah, well, yeah. It won't. It. He's right, though. That you got to think about shelf life, and it's, it might not be your. It, who knows? It might not be your job when you when you got to get it fixed, and then okay, then 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 it's not. <clears throat> I, I'm just saying that thing. You could pour a glass of stout on it, and it's going to keep kicking. Clearly, yeah. Out of the things, like we always talk about this with our guy. Out of out of the things. Like I don't think new board is high, personally. Personally, but Mark disagrees. I'm not an, an audio expert. That's an interesting take that I wasn't expecting from you. Ah, uh, I, like I, whenever you told me about the new board thing, I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. I think there's other things that we we could be and should those, be worried those about. Other things that you're worried about are solved by the new board. I am unsure about that. You know what? Actually, I so I'm I'm seeing like its cousin sitting across the room from us. Yep, yep. It actually looks like every piece of equipment that was in the bunkers from the Dharma Initiative and lost. <laughs> it's yeah. I knew I had seen it. I'm sure they got these parts off of <clears throat> and and whoever put them together. I'm sure we got these parts off of like eBay in 2000. 
six or something it, like it that. It looks like all the gauges were actually ripped off some like uh, atomic era Geiger counter <laughs> and put on there. It really does. It does. The, the, it looks the, like a, a, a spaceship in Apollo thirteen. I was actually listening to a podcast it's, it's about. Like, it's the children's museum version of what that would look like. Right. You know? yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast about Isaac Osmov uh, on my way over here. And, uh, and it was like the, the 50 year marker when he said like every kitchen would be completely, uh, robotic, uh, to which, uh, White Castle said, we have a robot named Flippy who's now going to flip our burgers. <laughs> and no, this is all true story. And so it was like, all right. So Isaac Osmoff might've only been off a few years. Yeah. But now we have Flippy. Now we have Flippy. I was really excited. The TV station I worked at before coming here, uh, our our video switcher board that that same model was also a prop in the original star wars it just says like oh this is a really fancy looking board that someone's gonna sit at and pull Dang. leverage <laughs> not i mean the same model but i knew what those buttons were when i watched the movie we were jammed <laughs> oh no wait that's baseballs <laughs> <laughs> go to the beach well what else we done? Did you drink some of the the cocaine? No, I only had the the single barrel. Yeah, which is. Am I the only one that has cocaine? Really good. It, yeah, it, I, I'm. I'm having a Pilsner Kell. I have to responsibly source an Uber. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. So, so don't drink anymore. I don't want it to be awkward. When we ride home. <laughs> I got to. Got to. Like, I don't want any more beer either, but. That's just me. It's open. I mean, they, they they talk to you and they're like, "So what were you doing?" I'm like, you know, <laughs> blame it on the mask. It's a Wednesday night. Just have a little of the katanka. Put pushing the fucking boat out. Why you gotta go there? Why you gotta go there, Connor? I like to I like to mention katanka why, every why you once in a while that? just to just to get you riled. Colby katanka is my tortoise that ran away. She's in the sewers now. I like to think she became an Indian turtle. How old were you? This wasn't that long. 29. <laughs> no, he was more than I was that. a homeowner. Yeah. How? This is like within the last three years, right? Definitely within the last six, because that's how long I've owned a home. Did, did you have a free-range tortoise? No, but we did take her outside every now and then. On a leash? No. So you're an irresponsible tortoise owner. Yeah, I'm not going to, definitely not going to claim otherwise. And my, my daughter was a more responsible tortoise owner than I was because she tried to say, Dad, I think it's getting away. But I was, I was pissed off. and uh, like I, was just, I was just in a bad mood. And you were just like, oh, Katanka will come back. Tell the Takanka story again. You're going to go pee? Yeah. Takanka. God damn it. We had two tortoises, Katanka and Pushka. The, uh, origins of these names. They're Russian tortoises. Okay. Uh, so, they, they so Katanka was just we looked up Russian girl name, and that was the one that came up. Did you did you look up the meaning? No. Uh, okay. Well, not for Katanka. It was just a name that came up. Pushka right. is roughly the Russian version of Fluffy. Like you would name a dog Pushka or something like that. And we thought that was funny to name our our tortoise Fluffy. Anyway, so we had the two of them, and they were both out in the backyard. It's a fenced-in backyard. And it was time for them to come in. And for whatever reason, I don't remember why, but I was in a bad mood. So I grab... Because you didn't have a song to put you in a better mood. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I had boycotted Blue Man Group that week. So I was, I was songless. <laughs> um, I grab Pushka. I'm taking her in to her 
terrarium. And while I'm doing that, my daughter goes, Dad, Katanka's. And I stopped her right there because, again, I was cranky. And I said, Olivia, I know where Katanka is. And I walked inside. Well, what she was trying to say was, Katanka's going under the gate and getting away. But you had like 45 minutes to respond. Uh, I, I do remember, like, I did something inside. Not 45 minutes worth of things, but maybe five. And, and tortoises, they got a little get up and go to them. <laughs> you know, I mean, they... He, you're, he, a, you're a tortoise. He did win that race. You're a tortoise. To death. You are basically no. a tortoise. The other race against the hare. So you would say you get, they got some get up and go to them. So by the time I came back out. You Katanka, were the human tor- tortoise. Katanka was gone. And we could not find her. And she's gone forever. She's a Ninja Turtle now keeping us all safe. Why do you think I'm a tortoise? I just think you kind of move a little slow. That's all with your with your warm drink in the morning and... Putting I'm, up to your mouth real slow. I'm not. I'm not an anti-warm drink guy. I'm just, I just don't want them. I'm not out on you just because you di- you like warm drinks. But but there are reasons you're out on me. This is a factor in uh-huh. me uh-huh. being out on well, you, 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 or you just being a tortoise. Not, you've not mentioned you. how uh, just a general lack of urgency before. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You're a tortoise. You're the tortoise, though. You never know when it happens. Unless you look at the Chinese calendar. It's every nine years. That's what I thought. <laughs> Never know. Pops up. <laughs> I, I totally guessed. I don't know if tortoise is one of the animals. Is tortoise one of the animals? Chinese. I think that I was like born in one of the like the years that you didn't want to be born in. Like, you know, because like the guy. They the, do like rats, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what We're it was. We're currently in the year of the rat, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Was the rat was the rat 1982? Yeah. Because it's right? like, yeah, like 81 was like the dragon, and then mine was like the year of the dog shit. You are the dog. I think oh, it, was, I was the, uh, it was the lion, I believe, 92. Mine could be worse. You're the monkey, Connor. Monkey! <laughs> I'm a so. rabbit. Ha-ha, take that, tortoise take. <laughs> there, right. there is no tortoise, by the way. Uh, turtle at all? Rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, pig. That'd be bad to be a In goat. In fairness, like, goat, pig, rat, rooster, uh, cock, cock. like, yeah, like, there, there's four real shitty ones those are right pretty. These are pretty bitch-ass animals. But... <laughs> I mean, it goes tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, like, like four in a row. Like, yeah, but I tiger, mean, even rabbit, the... dragon, snake. Yeah, rabbit is not a part of that. No, but but three out of four though. I I honestly okay. I'd probably go with a rabbit over the snake. Like the Would snake's you? a little well. I Whoa. mean, like I, tiger, dragon, snake is really good. Rabbit does not belong there. Does not belong. There. I I would I I. Uh, Okay, so so there's like a uh, a neighborhood Facebook group in, in the neighborhood that, Next door, that yeah. we live in. Uh, dude, again, I don't know what this shit is. Um, anyway, there was like somebody on the Rock Island Trail who's like, oh, look at this fucking giant corn snake on Rock Island Trail, to which I replied, I am no longer riding a bicycle <laughs> ever again, <laughs> ever, because I used to run that trail a bunch. 
Yeah, well, there's like a 63-foot-long corn snake. I just wanted you to know that I used to run. From what? (laughs) The corn snake. Yeah, no shit. I'd be like, I would. Don't blame you. I went out and played golf in Colorado, and my friend was like, just so you know, like when you go into the native grass, like, you know, there's probably going to be some snakes. Like, So if you ever hear a, like, get the hell out of there. And I'm like, what? I've never encountered a rattlesnake before. This is crazy. But I... I didn't that day either, so I was I was hashtag blessed. So we we hiked uh, the like hidden I think it's called Hidden Lake Trail uh, up by Vale, and uh, there was a rattlesnake on the trail. Like never saw it, but heard it, hmm. which meant that I like walked down uh, with two sticks, like fucking dousing rods, yeah. on either side of the trail. Like, like, I was getting your do- ass if you're well, coming in. Yeah, like like I'm gonna do anything with it, but I mean like you know I have a you know, my daughter, like, holding behind me and like, well, I'm going to get that rattlesnake if it <laughs> didn't scurry off because it hurt us and ran away. And yeah, it's not trying to attack you. It was just, you know, All if, right. if you run it to its territory, then you might be in trouble. So, so traits of rabbit versus traits of snake. I mean, rabbit's not a horrible take. They're I fast. Mean, just compare it to the... They're cute. ...to the majesty of all of those animals. Of the or, snake? Or, I mean... Yeah, well, the majesty of the snake. Not much majesty in the snake, but fear, the as rabbit. he was just explaining. Fear in a rabbit? No, never. Couldn't find uh, have any. You, have I you seen see... Donnie Darko? Yes. <laughs> well, I I, I counterpunch. <laughs> I also get this reference. God damn it! You need to see any movie that has ever existed. My my college roommate loved Donnie Darko, <laughs> and and almost exclusively for that reason, when, I never watched. When it. I was in college, as a house, we watched Donnie Darko and Memento back to back. Yeah. Oh, Memento is Memento is awesome. Yeah. Memento is. Awesome. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa, this is fucking weird. <laughs> like, this is enough." Did <laughs> like the next weekend we were like, "We're gonna watch the Cube." <laughs> and and what, what what was the Forrest Whitaker ninja movie? God damn it. Uh, ghost dog. <laughs> I, I, I had like a really good friend who was into like indie avant-garde film. And so like I lived with him for quite a while and, and like I I've check sl- out ghost dog. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I am in on Forrest Whitaker ninja. Yeah, dude. He's, he, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so, but he always had these movies and like the premise, I'd be like, wait, Forrest Whitaker's a, a fucking ninja. Ghost squad. No. Uh, go, or, sorry. Ghost dog. The Way of the Samurai. That's it. 1999, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Uh, and that's basically it. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, like, he had me watch, like, The Caveman's Valentine and that. and then Such like, weird movies. But then, yeah, and then he was like, have you ever seen Gummo? Uh, and, and I'll never forgive him. Gummo? Yeah. Never seen it. Uh, so, you know the, the uh, kids? The kids, like, no, the movie kids. I, I know some uh, kids. N- no, I never seen. No. Okay, so the, uh, the, there's Gummo. The, uh, God, what is it? I, I, I'm trying to remember the guy's name that that wrote and directed all those. Uh, 1997. You're, so you're all your late 90s for you is like money. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like my finger came off the pulse of pop culture in like 2001. Gummo, lonely residents of a tornado-stricken Ohio town wander. 
the deserted landscape trying to fulfill their boring nihilistic lives. Yeah, the kid eating spaghetti you in the bathroom. You sad, don't you? Yeah, and, but now here's the great thing about that movie. Big nihilist guy. Yeah, the only, <laughs> the only good part of it is Belly, right? Which oh, uh, I fucking be- love that movie. So you know the scene where the they're, they're watching the movie and the creepy kid with the rabbit ears? Yes. That's Gummo. That's that movie. Oh, so... Belly was the sequel to Gummo? No, it just featured it. Okay. Uh, and, and then, like, because it wasn't Belly in uh, Omaha, right? There yeah. Were parts of, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah so the, the, the crazy scene with the kid with the rabbit ears was from Gummo, and the director of that movie, he did The Beach Bum, he did Kids, he did Gummo. The Beach Bum. I've yeah. never met anybody else in my life who has seen that movie besides me. Never. Do, do, do you know Chloe Sevigny or whatever her name is? Savini? No. no. Chloe Savini? No, I don't know her. Yeah, she was yeah. in Kids. i never seen Kids. God damn it. She what was in Gummo. What is the guy's name? Matthew McConaughey. No, I know that. The director of that. Oh, I don't The writer. No, but but it's... So this guy, like, exclusively... He did Belly, too? No. Oh. But he exclusively writes bombs, but then occasionally he'll have like one of these general, harmony corny. Cor- yeah, harmony Corinne. He'll, he'll he'll occasionally write like kids, and everyone is like, "Fuck it, we'll fund it." And then he just puts out like ten consecutive turds, and then he's like, "Oh, I wrote Gummo." And was was Beach Bum one of the turds? No, I think that was one of his bigger ones. He's like, uh, God, I'm going to say something, and I, I'm sure there's going to be people who hate me for this. He's David Lynch. He like he has like these brief moments of brilliance, and other than that, everyone is so far up his uh, ass. I'm going to they... go to his director page. Uh, let's see. Director 29. Let's go back to, like, to 1998. Which would have been kids. 1999, Julian Donkey Boy. Yep. Never heard of that. Garbage. Uh, David Blaine, at Above the Below. Nice TV movie. What? Corporate yeah. Ghost. Never saw it. Mr. Lonely. Nope. Isn't David, David Blaine the street magician? Yes. Okay. Trash Humpers. Yep. Saw that. Trash. Mac and Plaque. Nope. Short. Uh, okay. Hold on. Curb Dance. The Fourth Dimension. Nope. Spring Breakers. Yep. I knew yep. we did Spring yep. Breakers after I saw a Beach Bum. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you, Beach Bum. Is, you you talked about that one. Yeah, with Matthew McConaughey, and he's just a pothead, uh, and he just walks yeah, around yeah. all day. Like yeah. Snoop's in it. Snoop Dogg is in it. Yeah. Isla Fisher is in it, yeah. a.k.a. Isla. Right. That's yeah, what, well, that's how you actually say that. That's what people call her. Her name is Isla <laughs> to me. Anyway. Always uh, Isla. I mean, there's an island in Scotland called Isla that's spelled that way. All I know is that movie is fantastic, and I've never met anybody else who's seen it. Who's seen it? I, yeah, Harmony Corinne. Oh, again, he wrote Kids, and people were like, "This guy's a genius." And then they funded the Trash Humpers. Gummo was his first ever movie directed in '97. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a director uh, thing for kids. Uh, he wrote it then. I thought he directed Writer 22. Kids, 1995. Yeah. Casper, like, realizes he contracted HIV in the final scene. A day in the life of a group yeah. of teens as they travel around New York City skating, drinking, smoking, and deflowering virgins. 
they did that in Hamilton too. <laughs> it, it's it's a, like honestly, it's an awful like it's a feel bad movie. It's sad. It didn't sound like <laughs> anything else. <laughs> well, you know. uh, I yeah, yeah. I haven't understood a thing said for the last half hour. You should have seen Beach Bum. <laughs> you should have. That movie was fucking wild. Like Martin Lawrence randomly it, shows oh, up yeah. in it and gets his arm eaten off. In fairness, right now you should go home and watch the Beach Bum. You would love it <laughs> right, right now. now. You have a window. <laughs> right now you would love it. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. I mean, I basically sat there trying to remember what the buzz buttons in, in this beer was called. Sichuan Blossoms. Sichuan Blossoms. Whose idea was it to put Sichuan Blossoms in there? Yours? How do you... Where did you learn about Sichuan buzz, buzz button? Uh, so, uh, one of my pubs across the street was uh, a, a fairly high-end Chinese restaurant. Okay. And uh, it was actually, it, it was funny. It, uh, we were in the landmark development. Uh, it was called Jing, and, and it may still be there. It was, it was a really nice restaurant. They did a pretty nice job. Uh, it was very... Dufflings on all the waiters. Actually, uh, huh? the old manager used to come in. He'd wear like Hermes jeans, and then he had like this fucking bedazzled suit coat <laughs> that had like a claymore sword on the back. <laughs> like it, this is two thousand seven, so like yeah. Uh, to me, in two thousand seven, I was like, "What a dork!" <laughs> um, and now society has caught up with me, <laughs> but. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was very fashionable at the time. He was a super nice guy, so I shouldn't make fun. But yeah, he like he 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 spent more on grooming than I earned in a year. Uh, anyway, uh, the Nuggets hung out there a lot, so Carmelo Anthony's DUI was actually from there. <laughs> uh, I could see. The Do they have a plaque up saying no, that? <laughs> no. So so it was. Uh... We served Carmelo Anthony's. We overserved. <laughs> so I'm like chaining up the patio, and all these fucking Lamborghinis are pulling up, and like I saw Kenyon Martin get into one. I'm yeah. like, oh shit! Like Nuggets. Uh, cool, and, and there's like some condo towers just to the south of it, and a, and a handful of them lived in there. And so, like, he had his birthday party there, and like ten minutes later, so it's right off I-25, <laughs> just south of it on Bellevue. Like ten minutes later, if that, you just hear, <laughs> and and I literally think that he was, I, I think that he only had to go up like one exit. It was like a mile yeah and i think he just opened up whatever sure, super sports sure. car he had and there yeah. was a cop sitting there damn yeah so like the next morning i get up and like you know woody page is like Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> driving while intoxicated <laughs> um, like i remember that i was like oh shit i was chaining up the patio watching those guys spill out a jang anyway um we used to do like uh food. This, this beer is connected to carmelo anthony i wasn't expecting that roundabout way no seriously uh it, it, Everything is six degrees of separation. Sure, sure. So, like I, I can, I can weasel away into any of this. So, um, so anyway, uh, they would, they would do like food trades with us all the time. And like one day, the bar manager came over. He's like, "Hey, we have these Sichuan blossoms. We put them in drinks. It's been a slow week. We order too many. They go bad. Uh, and it's about to be Sunday. Take them home. Try them. They're fun." And so we did. And what we did was, like, in the days predating the pickleback shot, we would do shots of Tullamore Dew and chase it with Sichuan Blossoms. 
uh, because your whole mouth goes numb. And so, like, a big fatty double pour of Tole, you yeah. know? Just nothing, Oops. huh? Nothing. Hmm. Grand. Yeah. Szechuan blossoms. Do you do you notice them in the beer? Um, the power of suggestion is strong. Okay, that that's what I was going to ask, because I... Before I tried the beer, I saw that on the, the list. I didn't know what it was. I'm looking it up, see what they are. And then as I'm drinking the beer, I'm thinking, you know what? Like, it's, it's lighter than I would expect Yeah, there's it to a be. little, like, springy kind of whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flowery. Like it, just, it just goes down a little easier than huh. I would think a stout of its style would. Huh. Um, and I didn't know if, like, is that real? Or is that? I, I, I don't. It's a figment of our imagination. <laughs> so I know when we before we put those in there, um, it tasted a lot like a ton of vanilla and fig newtons. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then see, it's not that it's not that cumbersome now, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not that heavy. Yeah, I it, so it must have. I I, I it, sometimes with those things, it's so hard to delineate. And, and we were really really light handed with that and the pink peppercorns. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can overdo stuff like that. Like it's a, it's sort of a razor's edge, and like we had four barrels, so it's not like there was beer to go around to like dilute. Yeah, if you fucked it up. I just found out my wife thinks I overseason sloppy joes, so I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, you, know? you can get a little heavy handed. French is mustard. No mustard in there. I think it's. A, I, I do a lot of chili powder. Mm. Chili pea. Yeah, yeah. Jesse oh. Pinkman. Right. No. Yeah. From from uh, uh, El Dorado. Yeah, that's right. Yep. What are we doing now? Should we should we round things up? Yeah, let's be I think done. we're we're three hours plus already. So. Oh shit! Let's be done. Yeah. Three hours later. Three hours later. It was the original name of the show, and Connor vetoed that one. Um. Colby, pick a number one through thirty. Can we go higher? No. In in between one and thirty. God damn it. Uh. 28 is Hanzo. What do you think Hanzo means on Urban Dictionary? Wow. It's the sword. It's the sword. From Kill Bill that we talked about earlier. Jesus. The most um, annoying character in Overwatch. I have no <laughs> idea. What, look at the second definition. It's Hanzo. I don't see it. Third is it H-A-N-Z-O? H-A-N-Z-O. Oh. It's the sword from Kill Bill. It's the most annoying character in Overwatch, apparently. Keep scrolling. That's No, just one. Somebody will know. Mark? One through thirty. Uh, six. Six schoolboy. The boy who's in school. A person who gets straight A's in school. Michael, hey, look at my report card. I got all A's, bitch. <laughs> all right, you schoolboy. Ah, schoolboy. <laughs> got him. And the one that I want to pick is. Um, barbecue gun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Several paragraphs. Jeez. An old term from the Southwest that refers to a gun that is not worn daily. It won't have the scratches, wear marks, mm. etc. a daily wear gun would have. It's a, it's a fancy gun you wear so, to the barbecue. So it's not from the John Popper collection. <laughs> <laughs> These guns... Um, a lot of use in those guns. And on, swords and cannons. On stage? These guns were not something that were never used or useless. In the time the term came about, they were functional guns. 
that might have some custom engraving, polishing, or grips. They didn't make any guns purely for show. Why aren't there any uh, misspellings on this one? In the Southwest, barbecues could be at a casual get-together, a special event, wedding, or a different slash very formal affair. There's Easter eggs in all of them. It's like Waldo. you got to look for it. Apple Brady? Did you spell Guajillo wrong? Um, Dream Journal. Am I cracking this? Colby, what have you been uh, dreaming about? Impending doom. Um, <laughs> it's a sad guy. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. Like the last like month has been like uh, body blow after body blow of just. I don't even want to say like bad news. It's just like another obstacle lined up, and so I'm doing the thing where rather than dream, my body's like, oh, you're in, you're in that deep REM. Get the fuck up and get to work. <laughs> but did you hear that you guys won an award recently? It was no. It was from me. <laughs> Congratulations! Hey. It was from me, and it was best brewery in Nebraska. Congratulations! Hey, thank you. Congratulations! Thank you. Wait, when did you award them that? Uh, On this podcast? Uh, yes, at least an episode or two ago. Oh, nice. Because remember, we had the whole thing about cross strain, and I was like, it's just the it's they're, a one trick pony. Just yeah, it's a one trick pony. Ooh, but- I would argue that, like I. I I don't know. I really, really dig what those guys are doing. They do. It's good. Like, I'm not. It's my second favorite. His argument, and it was after discovering that you can also do IPAs, which is a recent discovery for him, uh, was that you are more well-rounded, however. Hellas Creek, one of the more underrated beers in Nebraska. I love that beer. Fucking love that beer. But nobody gets it because it's not a double dry hop whatever yeah i like i get that it's it, but i i think it actually shows um uh, uh ability it, no it, no it definitely does but uh, that's, I mean, the that's, whole thing. that's a strong flex you know <laughs> like it is it is i'm just saying you guys got the award congratulations well i appreciate expect something in i the mean mail. 3bl has long touted the, the marriage of white <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Mark is, yeah. is... Is now the time to to ask for the collaboration beer? Now that we're seven beers later? Oh, do we want one? Well, yeah, we want one. All right, yeah, can we do a collaboration <laughs> beer? I know you did one with Kevin Meyer and what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I, the fuck? <laughs> I have the, did you ever read the copy on that beer? No, but I had the beer. Oh, dude. Oh, but it was poured for you. You never saw the can. So I saw the can. It was in my hand. I, I poured some. Okay. I wrote the co- like you can tell what cans I write the copy on. Okay, and I wrote that one. So the original name got vetoed. Hey, what was it called? Uncle Turtles, New, New Frog- England. Yeah, New England. It was it was supposed to be Uncle Turtles Frog Farm Cooler. <laughs> so that's what we, Kevin we, lives on the we, frog farm. We were hanging out over at Kevin's house, and my oldest daughter like. Uh, you know, Kevin, like, Kevin's got uh, two kids, and, like, my youngest daughter is, like, that age where, or my oldest, excuse me, at the time, where, like, you know, she's 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 awesome. Like, they're fun. You know, they're super fun. And so he's like, oh, yeah, you can just call me Uncle Kevo. And she looks at him, and she's like, Uncle Turtle, that's a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and so, which is funny. That's what he says to us all the time. He's like, "Call us your uncle Kev, um, Uncle Kev." And I never thought he said Uncle Turtle. <laughs> yes, yeah, so maybe my, that's why he goes with Kev now. Yeah. You know? So my yeah, he said Kevo, and and so yeah, Harlow is just like Uncle Turtle's a weird name. <laughs> And then we know where the frog farm came from. Yeah, and so he was just laughing. He's like, all right, I'll be Uncle Turtle. And so, like, there's been a couple of times, like, we've gone in there, and and she'll be like, oh, hey, Uncle Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It should have been called that, honestly. It should have been. A lot more people would have bought it if it was Uncle Turtle's frog farm. (laughs) I guarantee it. So Why uh, did did that get nixed? Who, Who put the kibosh on that? I can't remember, but but I got to write the copy on the side, which was actually probably worse than the name. <laughs> I don't remember it. I, oh, I'm God. sure I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone. It was like when you when when you're chilling in the deep woods at Uncle <laughs> Uncle Turtle's Frog Farm, you need super dope fresh. I mean, it was just it was so oh, childish. I honestly and absurd. think I honestly think I remember reading that on air because he brought it for us <laughs> for our segment. Yeah. Right, right. Shit, I'm going to have to look at the picture of that again, because I would like to see it. Uh, Dream Journal for me. Wait, do you have it? I don't, no. Uh, Dream Journal for me. I have three options. Do we want all three? Um, No, because I don't think you're going to be able to sustain that pace. I could dream again, but I, it's it's will I remember to write it down. And it's, it's possible that I say... <laughs> I could dream again. It's possible that I say I no. Do it? I've done it before. I'm going to read all three. I like them all. Uh, We were hiring a new person at the day job, and all of a sudden I stood up and said, this is a hidden camera show. You're on candid camera. So I thought people were coming in, like, interviewing for the job, but they were like, it was like the undercover boss thing. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because they were bad? I I, I can't remember why, but that was the Mm. dream. Was it actually a hidden camera show? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well, that's embarrassing for you. Uh, number two, went on an overseas trip. I was friends with Michael Jordan. He still couldn't go out because people would recognize him. Sure. And he owed them money from gambling. I a only lot. thought that it was the the, the former. Uh, yeah, actually, no. He has he he, he has more money. Than he, has. he paid his debts with his father's life. Oh, Jesus! Good lord! I hope people have tuned out by this point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why hasn't someone named a Corgi, Corgi B? That was my third. <laughs> that was more of a thought. Yeah. That wasn't really much of a dream, but I do remember waking up and that was the thought that it was on my head. You tweeted that. I did. I remember that. Still, I mean, I'm curious. Why? But Maybe they have. Maybe they have. I have four. You gotta read all four? Dreams. Would you like me to? Whatever you got to do. You guys dream a lot. Well, this We even a, had a pod in two weeks. That's true. That's true. I haven't had a dream in two years. Oh. Yes, you have. You'll dream tonight. Watch. Boom. I'll go in order. Mike Golick was in my living room. Took me a while to realize who he was, but it wasn't until after I started bashing ESPN's new radio lineup and he started like listening Mike that, I, Jr. that I realized. No, Mike Golick. Oh, Mike Golick Jr.'s dad. Yeah. Senior. Yeah. Um, like, he was into it. Like, oh, yeah, fuck, fucking 
new lineup. Even though Mike Golick Jr. is on the new lineup. Uh, we were So then we were talking for a little bit, and I said, hey, do you want to do some sports radio today? And he said, yeah. Uh, but then he wouldn't, like I said, okay, I just need your phone number so we can call you. And he'd, like, give it to me as a riddle. Like, oh, well, the last digit is three times it's third. It's, like, it's perfect. And, like, that was the rest of the dream was me trying to figure out his phone number. Yep. Dream number two. There was an election in July. Couldn't figure out what it was for or if I could or should vote in it. Caused me a lot of stress. Like, wait, people are voting? I want to vote. What, what are we voting for? So FOMO, there's your FOMO dream. Yep, yep. Uh, number three, I won a million dollars by having two foul balls hit at me during the same, and I couldn't remember if it was the same game, same inning, same at bat, but like with a promotion. Mm-hmm. I caught two foul balls, I won a million dollars. And then I started thinking about things like, oh shit, I got to hire someone to handle my money now. And then I woke up, and it took me way too long to realize that you had I did not dollars? have a million dollars. Damn. Yeah. Um, my Fourth and final so, one. So, to clarify, your third dream was about the stresses of winning the lottery. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Gotcha. But also, just kind of, like, coming to reality. The dream was about... Projecting the thought of, if you do win the lottery, there's a lot to worry about. The, the dream was about accepting the fact that I now had all this money. Like, both the good and the bad, but, like, accepting it. Yeah. To the point where, like, that was the whole dream. was like, holy shit, this is real. Okay. And but then I woke you, up and it wasn't real. That's what you would do in real life anyway. But, yeah. but, but th- that was the numeric value. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because you, you don't get to retire on a million dollars. Well, no, you're right about that. But I'm young enough that that million dollars is going to turn into more money than that. You'll, you'll retire incredibly well. But you can't just like walk into work and be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it was like. Like, oh, shit, okay. Like, yeah, good good point. Maybe that's the other part. Set your sights higher. Yeah, but that sucks because, like, if you're going to have a dream about winning, so, I mean, like, you win, like, Jeff Bezos money, so you could, like, go to Jeff mm. Bezos no, and but, be like, like, fuck you. Like, what's the worst that's amount of money to win? A million dollars. The worst amount of money to win over 500 grand. A million bucks because you could, like... One, be right. one bad investment, one down. Like, so say you load up in a four hundred one k, and we have two thousand nine again. You you've got like a hundred grand, which I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a shitload of money, but like that's not generational. Like you know, you like, know, it was fun graduating college December two thousand eight. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I opened a I opened a restaurant uh, in December two thousand. Uh, well, I guess it was uh, December two thousand seven, January two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, we finally broke through, and, and we're looking to be profitable. And, uh, <laughs> and that happened. Thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> nice. Dream number four? Sure. Colby, it's about you. How close am I? Completely. Okay. So we had joked about doing uh, three weeds later, right? Which we would never do. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um so, <laughs> Are you referring to marijuana in the plural as weeds? Yeah. Is that... I've, I've never had three, <laughs> so I've <laughs> never done plurality. All right, um, all right. Three weeds later. We were recording 3BL from a parking lot, and you two were in one van, and then <laughs> I was in my car. I, I, I hope that my wife hangs on long enough to hear that I was not in a car. 
but I was in a fucking you, you creepy were definitely van. An unmarked white van, yeah. You know, I drive an unmarked white I've, van. I've seen it in the parking lot. Yeah. 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 I thought, who the hell is that? And then I saw you. Like, oh, shit. That's our guest. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, I, I won't say anything about his van. That's my personal vehicle. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I don't own a lot of nice things. Um, it looks I, like a U-Haul. I own a lot of utilitarian things. Oh, okay. So he's functional. He wants to. Yeah. yeah. All the beer drops. Yeah. You know? I'm with yeah. you. Uh, beer drops, running kegs down to the Haymarket. Uh, I have two young children. It has three rows. I can put each hey, one of no, them. Hey, no, I'm with row. you. I'm with you. I mean, it has multiple uh, 12 volt plug ins for mm, their nice, devices. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's. Uh, it, it, it is. It is the. Like, you know who drove a van? Albert Einstein. The A team. That's true. They did. You know they who did. else drove a van? Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm just trying to live somewhere in between those. Shaggy was an idiot, though. Was, was he? It was just the dog. <laughs> no. What? No, I, Scooby was the dog. Scooby, yeah, Scooby would find oh, everything every time. I got what saying. She, he was doing all the work. Fucking Shaggy was doing nothing except okay. driving. Yeah, but you were talking and about. Eating. You were talking he was about. Always hungry yeah. for some reason. You were talking about the office earlier. Are we not entirely sure that Kevin wasn't the smartest person in the office? We're pretty sure. I feel. Are like. we? I, how I do we? How do we know that he wasn't conducting Mensa meetings and he put on big dumb face when he walked into work because mm, he didn't have yeah. to do anything? Because they see by the end they he, see. he couldn't count right. The button that he pretended he couldn't count couldn't count, and even when he was at a different job, he he couldn't count the wells. Well, 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 well. That's six wells. Did it he wasn't. did he land that other job? He he bought a bar. He bought a bar. Right? With his money saving. Oh, that's right. Skills. That was the final episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he hoarded away millions of dollars yeah. through through corporate uh, malfeasance. Yeah. He was actually funneling money into his private account. He won. He it. won one million dollars by catching foul balls. No, turned that into great wealth. He skimmed fractions of pennies. <laughs> On paper sales, he was a hell of a gambler. Decades. Is what they That's what true. they made it That's for true. for decades. Even though he lost to Phyllis in the casino episode, I suck. I suck. He packed away all of that money, opened up his bar because you know what you can do in a bar, you can launder money, mm. and that's what he was doing. There you go. He was he was a criminal mastermind. So he just dropped his chili because he was smart. Hey, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world it didn't exist. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know how that applies here, but it is true. <laughs> I love remembering that Shaggy was voiced by Casey Kasem. Nice. Yeah. I'm Casey Kasem. That was Great nothing. impression. That was nothing. That was nothing. I'm Casey. Shaggy. I'm, I'm Casey. But okay. he, he had this, like, calming, it was like, you know, Casey Casey, you know. They would replay his shows on the on the on the big radio stations. You uh you referenced John Tesh today and I fucking love John Tesh. John Tesh. Tesh. Intelligence for Intelligence your life. Intelligence for your life. Also round ball rock. Miming bouncing a basketball. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the best. He's like everywhere. <laughs> Just a little. He wrote that song. Dude, yeah, him he, and his brother. He recorded his brother. <laughs> he recorded it on his answering machine. Uh huh. 
hey, this is John Tesh. I'm in a different country, but I got this idea. And then he sang it. Good stuff. Okay, we're done. No, I got to finish my dream. It wasn't just that you were in a van. Fourth dream. That's not the end of the dream. This this parking lot happened to be at or near a nursing home. At the end of the episode, Colby, you stepped out of the van. Like Connor and I were doing the what we're doing now and finishing up. You stepped out to uh, have a smoke, <laughs> and then you offered some to a resident at this nursing home up in the balcony. Like, hey, you're probably suffering. Would you like? Oh yeah, no, that's actually totally on 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 brand. You're, you're very generous like that. Yeah. Um. How, I, I was, I was, I thought you were talking about like I'm ripping a Parliament light, and I'm like, eh, no, 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 no. Okay. Three weeds later, remember? Oh yeah. Uh, that was why the preamble. Okay. So okay. Uh, somebody saw you do that, and employees come marching out with like the the the, the herbicide, pesticide sort of like sprayers. Okay. Like, like the big pump yeah, the and the spray. Yeah. They, yeah. And they start spraying you with poison. Oh my god. To get you to stop doing that on their premises so you jump back in the van and we drive and the place is like now surrounded by employees with these poison sticks spraying at us to get you to stop smoking the devil's lettuce incredible i am i the one smoking the devil's lettuce before bed or are you because <laughs> that is a weird that, that dream. was that was the dream that was the dream that's just how we've used it i guess <laughs> the guy who's getting <laughs> doused by the by the fertilizer. Which I mean, like, it's, it's just trying to help me. So far from the truth, you know. Elderly who are in. <laughs> I know it was very generous <laughs> of you, uh, Kobe. I think we're done. Yeah. It only took three and a half hours, but we are done. Yeah, I've actually been getting health and wellness checks uh, during all this. <laughs> yeah, that's what good. Did, what did we even talk? About? Glad someone cares. I don't know. I told you I didn't understand a single thing after. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We talked about beers a little. I, you got to come on like every week and like just shit talk about the music thing. Like, cause I just can't, I just can't. I, I'm actually interested to hear you guys' opinion when you have to unpack this fucking just dump of a podcast tomorrow. Oh, it was a great podcast. And, like, I never listened to it. Try, <laughs> try like, try and edit it. What are you going to write in the description? Everyone, uh, reach out to Colby on next door and let him know what you think of it. <laughs> what am I going to write? I don't fucking know. Uh, music and culinary school and science. Uh, it's close enough, I guess. There, there are lots of movies. Big slides. Big slides. Ah, uh-huh, the Alpine slide is lovely. Um, how tall some something is? We uh, talked about heights. Yeah, because you can ride the bumper car. That's right. Yeah. And Colby 6'3". And Colby 6'3". Yeah. Or so. Uh, good posture days. Yeah, for a good portion of the podcast, he was bending over. He was like 4'2". That that was, you know. I'm glad you're better. Me too. <laughs> I like, like I think you're better. Yeah, no, I'm I'm setting again. Um, also, is it the first time on the podcast that we've had someone on who has had a better beard than me? Ooh. Definitively better. Definitively better. Yeah. Like me and Schaefer are close. Parker me, Gabriel. Me, yeah, me and Parker. Me and you are relatively close. Yeah, you're better. But. Definitively better. Definitively better. Mine's terminal, so like, <laughs> I, it does not it's get any dying? longer. No, it does not get uh, any my, longer. My, oh. Yeah, I, I could get it, I could get it bushier, 
but I can't get it longer, I don't think. Mm. I don't know. I've never... Like, I've never put in an effort to go further, you know? No, actually, you've put in an effort to not go further. Yeah. I can assure you there's very little effort <laughs> in wanting to go further. Ah, gosh, I don't know if that's true. It takes more maintenance on a, on a daily basis. I don't to, know. Mine to, takes to more maintenance. To let it go further? To, to be willing to be seen in public. Oh, no. Nobody cares. It's just a beard. Nobody cares whether it's straight or not. Mine gets awfully Amish. Mm. And like, like by that I mean bushy out that direction. And no stash. Uh, I don't. You get the, the, the stash. stash isn't what I worry about. It's it's like the neck beard mostly, like being well, longer you, than you, everything else. You can keep that. You can keep that real tight with, with maintenance. I'll, I'll, yeah. That's every three days, no matter what. So here's a trick: once you get to a certain point, you can stop shaving. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just got to push through. Got to get to that point. You just got to push through. That, and that's what I know. It's like speaking of that. I it's like after you shave your head, uh, and then getting back to a manageable level of hair. Like it, there, there's a part in the middle where you're just gonna look ugly. I mean, God shaves my head. <laughs> I was actually thinking. Right, I don't know if I've ever seen you with a hat off before. Yeah. No, I went bald at like 20. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It it, it hit it hit fast and it hit hard. Don't look at me. I like wasn't that. looking at you. I was just seeing what you were doing. I don't know what you're projecting. I am checking to see if I can get a haircut tomorrow. And the okay. answer is yes, I can. <laughs> is that the place that I was trying to get into? Oh, no. No, no. not them. Not them. I go up uh, up to my boys at Burke. Burke's. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're great. I'm seeing Caleb at Straight Edge on Friday. A week earlier than normal because I'm going on vacation. Should I do it tomorrow? Because I'm going to be pretty rough shaped tomorrow morning. I I can't make that decision for you. It has to be within the next two days. We're doing engagement pictures on Sunday. Oh, then you gotta. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure on that barber. Oh, you gotta shave that face. No, no, oh, yeah. no. That would make it way worse. That would be yeah, awesome. Idea. No, that would be awesome. No, 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 no. Not an option. Keeping the beard for eternity. It's never gone. You know. I just look better with it. Everyone agrees. I keep asking my wife, how do I look better? Her answer is always, yeah, whatever you want. And that's not the answer I want. Tell me. Let me know. Beard. Her answer was basically, if you shave it, you have to shave it every single day. Right. Because they hate the in-between. Right. Right. And she doesn't trust that I'll do that. So the answer is beard. Let's end this thing. Colby, thanks for coming. Thanks for bringing the drinks. Yeah. Thanks for bringing the stories. The heat. The root beer. The flame. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, you know, we'll talk about that collaboration beer. Uh, get that in in somewhere in the seven seven uh, batch schedule. Yeah, everybody, uh, everybody loves American adjunct bloggers. 